listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Bittersweet taste made his gold teeth shake. Uh, uh. Hey, <laughs> welcome to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast with your host Rod and Karen. And we're in the house again uh, during this hot summer day in the yes, AC. Yes, sir. In the air. It's hot outside. Damn that heat. Yeah, I pay what I gotta pay. <laughs> I know it's so. I pay like I pay in full. Damn you, Duke Power. Yeah, Duke Power just they, they can say whatever they want, dog. I pay that bill. I don't even look at the bill no more. No. I'm like, just take it out of my bank account, dog. You know what's crazy is they won't catch a power off in the winter. Well, fuck that. <laughs> I can get warmer. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. I can light a fire. <laughs> I can damn pile some sweaters on. But get cooler. Once you take out your clothes, I'll deal with it. Right. <laughs> you can't get no cooler than that. Hot. <laughs> Don't run some cold water and lay in the tub. Um, but, uh, of course, if, you, if, if you're listening to this, you probably already know this voice. Because he's always on the show. Yes. Somebody made a joke and asked, did he live with us? Because <laughs> he's always on the podcast. But it's my boy, Justin. Say what's up to everybody, Jay. Uh, what's up out there, everybody that's listening to the podcast? And uh, Oh, you talking about uh, how to cool off? I used to do like my mama used to do. She used to lay on the floor butt naked. I'd be like, what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> but that's what she used to do. She said, it's the coldest place in the house. Lay hey. on the floor butt naked. I don't I- think that was an option in my house. We had men and women no, in our house. No, it was just women in our house and shit. I didn't know I was a little kid. I didn't know at the time she was going through menopause, so it makes sense now. But oh. at the time, I didn't know that she was going through menopause. But you have that instant heat flash. She, she was, was like, going through the change. Yes. Okay. You know, I still don't understand. Because even if it was just me and Jerry White, 
I don't know that I want to be walking around the house even as a kid seeing him laying on the floor naked. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be traumatized. I just don't roll like that, man. It's like, I guess it'll be like seeing your parents have sex. It's like... Yeah. Put your clothes back on, Mom. I'm no, good. I don't. I'm trying. I'll be traumatized. I think God, I'd never walk in on my parents doing it. Yeah. I don't think I have either. If I did, I repress those memories. <laughs> you erased them, which is fine with me. Um, if you listen to this and you listen to the Blackout Tips podcast, and uh, you can find us a whole lot of ways. Let's run through them real quick. You can go to theblackouttips.com. You can check out our forums there. You can uh, join our message board. Uh, you can reply, leave comments. You can vote in polls. We have a poll after every episode, which means something we talk about today. We'll have a poll on the site. Yes, it will. When it's posted on the website. So, And, of course, it also has sexy, sexy music behind us. Right now, you're just listening live. You don't hear any music. Nope. So I got to do editing and shit at the end. And then through the magic of radio, you will hear all <laughs> kinds of great music in the background. Um, but you can also donate to the show there. Uh, your donations help do some things. I have something really special planned for within the next couple weeks. Yes, we do. That I think listeners will really be uh, excited about. Oh, yes. Um, but, uh, you know, I don't want to tip my hat, but nope. keep donating because... That's what's going to make it even easier to do. Um, and you can do recurring donations or just one-time donations. Um, and I feel like a preacher right now. <laughs> so just help! <laughs> we're, passing, we're passing out a digital collecting plate. Hey, you yeah. know, I found out Sunday, my church actually, you can... We had a store inside the church. Mm-hmm. And a store can, in the church? Yes. What do you buy? What do they sell at the store uh, in the church? They got Bibles, uh, different books that the pastor reads and not even necessarily religious books but just it could be a book, whatever book right. he's currently reading it. Tyler Perry something like that uh, I hadn't seen it in Tyler Perry <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tyler Perry don't got books but you can actually pay your tithes in the church at store at the store? yes Oh my God! Cash or buy your car. Whoa! Like, that makes it this? convenient. So when you pay, is it like you write your tithes into the tip? I know. I was what? asking for a tithing envelope right. on Sunday, and um, the lady was like, "Well, we don't currently have any down here, but you can pay at the cashier." <laughs> and I was like, "I was like, huh?" She was like, "Yeah, you can pay your tithes uh, at the cash register. Just tell her how much you want to pay, and uh, she'll print out a receipt." And then they'll send you a um a send you a statement at the end of the month. Wow, wow. you should go up there and be like, uh, put me down for uh one one dollar. <laughs> can, can I have a tab at the store? <laughs> can you just act act like it's a lot of money, but that's what I normally do in the plate, but since y'all made me come up here, one dollar please. I would die they would feel if I'd be like, uh, it go a dollar. But I need change. Yeah. How much are those chips? Okay, keep the change on them ties. Okay. Oh, no, they had free drinks in there, like they um free lemonade if you wanted that, and they had some cookies over on the side. That's how they but get you, man. I'm not yep. judging any of that. They stuff. give you the, they they trap you in with the free drinks, yes. and then they trap you with the Jesus. <laughs> now you can't leave. Now you now you missing all the what, football what, games. Pretty soon they gonna start charging for communion too. What's what's going on here? I hope not. Yeah, I, I like my free little sip of uh, juice and free little cracker. Yeah, they just give it to you and after everybody drinks, he's like, now that everybody has had the spirit and the body, that'll be two ninety five on your way out. Just stop by the cashier. Yeah. Uh, but don't worry, you get your you get your tab at the end of the month in case you can't afford it. It's a man at the door. Yeah. <laughs> 
with a baton <laughs> and a basket. <laughs> <laughs> Your church gonna start calling you doing credit collections and shit. <laughs> Man, I was like, Justin, real quick. Uh, yes, sir. Um, Mr. Justin, um, there's a little matter of two ninety five for yeah. communion. This is Deacon Johnson calling from the AME Zion Baptist. Get around the corner, church. <laughs> we gonna need you to pay that two ninety five, sir. <laughs> Jesus can turn water into wine, but we don't have that ability. I need, it. I need my money, please. Yeah. So, well, you can't disguise your voice for church folk. Yeah. They're like, uh, I prayed on it before I called. <laughs> and I knew it would be you answering the phone. <laughs> I swear, Sister Jenkins, this is not justice. <laughs> Please, ma'am. Stop calling here. It's at the 9 o'clock. Well, the Lord doesn't know a time. God works in mysterious ways. Just have my motherfucking mouth. <laughs> um, who are we even talking about? Son. They see you a little. I have my motherfucking money. Yeah. Sign the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> so saith. <laughs> um, of course, you can find this podcast by searching on iTunes, Facebook, and Podomatic. Just search for The Black Guy Who Tips. We'll come up on all those mediums. You can even find us on Stitcher Radio. Mm-hmm. And you can favorite the podcast there. Um, you can call the show um, and talk to us live on Saturdays. Uh, 704-557-0186 uh, We record at 10 o'clock in the morning If everything is going right You know, yes. sometimes later if we on CP time yes. But uh, we keep everybody updated Throughout the um, the day With our with our updates And then uh, you can find out when you can talk to us And you can listen live And call in live, hear yourself on the air Yep um, And you can email the show Theblackouttips at gmail.com And thank you for everybody that's been emailing us Articles and stuff this week We yes. actually have probably too many articles to do today, but we'll try to get through as many as we can. Um, the official weapon of the show is... The Taser. And the unofficial sport... Bullet Ball. And Bullet Ball Street! <laughs> <laughs> Fun to play for me and you. Um, hey, yo, I added him as a friend, too. Yeah, you, you got Mark Griffin as a friend now, yeah. too? So I'm talking about, you. Jay. Yeah, that's my boy, man. He invented one of the greatest games of all time, and... One of the greatest internet fails of all time. So, um, of course, uh, this podcast right here is sponsored. Woo-hoo! Nigga, this podcast right here is sponsored. Today's podcast is sponsored by Shadow Girl, an audio play series, and all five episodes are uh, of which are now available. So, before I remember, we were introducing like one episode, a couple episodes at a time. Now you can go get all five of them. Um, if you like the other guests on the last. Black Guy Who Tips episode where we went and actually met face to face a lot of the actors uh, for Shadow Dog Productions audio plays yes. and uh, some of their movies and whatnot. Um, actors Alexa Yeems and uh, she was a uh, I don't think she was old enough to drink, but she mm-hmm. was uh, no she was old enough apparently to let us curse in front of her. Her yes. mom was there and stuff, but uh, she's a real nice chick, man. She was uh, really funny and she had a real good comment about. Um, the Avatar movies. Yes. So you don't expect somebody that hot to know stuff about nerd shit. Uh-uh. It was like, oh, what she was that? It. So all you dudes out there, she's also on Twitter, uh, at Alexa Yeams. Um, so y'all should follow her, man. But um, she's real cool. And Nathaniel J. Brown. Uh, Nathaniel J. Brown. Yeah, he was the one with the deep voice. NB set the trend on Twitter. Yes. Um, he was also on there. And he's uh, also a funny dude. Very. And, uh... Yeah, he did have the deep voice. He was almost like um, the dude that played Spawn 
and uh, Black Dynamite. What's that dude's name? Michael Jai White. Yes. He kind of reminds me of Michael Jai White a little bit, man. And um, Elijah Chester, and he is like a Grammy-winning opera singer. singer. And he yes. did a little opera for us on the last show, like a little snippet for us. Yes, and um, Lisa too. Yeah, Lisa. Yeah, uh, Lisa, I don't know if Lisa's in this play though. Oh, okay, I'm but, sorry. But uh, Elijah was there, and uh, they all have major roles in the series, so you can check out their work firsthand. And uh, I'll have links on there where you can start the series and find all the episode pages and stuff like that. Just go to shadowdogproductions.com or later on go to theblackouttips.com and we should have uh, links so you guys can find out what the hell we're talking about. <laughs> um, Alright, so Sunday yes, took us a trip to Shadow Dog Productions. Yes. Like a studio. studio. Yes. And it was nice, man. Like, we, like... First of all, we were going to perform in some audio plays, and we did. Yes. So, you know, be on the lookout for that. We have uh, audio plays that we're in. Yes, I think three of them. Three of them, yes. Yeah, word. Y'all was busy. Yeah, yes. man. We, uh, that should put us to work. We had a good time, though. Yeah, we had a script and stuff we had to follow. I mean, I didn't memorize it. I asked him, like, do I need to memorize this? Because it might be too late. But he was, <laughs> but he was like, nah, man, you ain't got to memorize it. So we uh, went up there and... Uh, we performed in some, and he actually gave me, um, he actually, uh, had sent me, uh, a sample of the audio play that we did. Okay. Just, a, just like a couple of seconds of the voice. Um, so if, if people want to hear it, I'll, I'll play a little bit for him. Assuming it's loud enough. Mr. Director, sir. What now, Hyman? The Teamsters are, are pissed off, sir. Terry keeps taking the best nap spot before they can get to them. <laughs> now, I know they ain't got my name in L.D. Miles. I beat that ass. They're twice your size, Terry. That's what God made baseball bats for. But what are we gonna do, sir? The Teamsters are really mad. Are you still talking about that shit? Well, yeah. They really get cranky when they can't get a good nap in. Here, man. Give me your iPhone. Okay, that's a picture of me not giving a fuck. Now, I want you to save this fucking picture and reference it often because from now on, when I look like that... <laughs> Don't belabor the point. You're making just move the hell on. Got it? Yes, sir. So that was an example. Black acting school. <laughs> that, was a, that was an example of, uh, of the, one of the parts of the audio play, and we did uh, like three of them, like Karen was saying. Yes. And um, it was fun, man. It was, it was a lot of fun. Uh, it was way harder than I thought it would be. Yes. Because, like, um, you know, behind the scenes, they can edit things. Just like with a podcast. If I wanted to, I can edit this shit and chop up, like, well, Justin said this here, but I'm going to put it at the end and stuff like that. So, like, a lot of times when you're performing, you're just doing your lines. You're not even talking to another person. Yeah. So, like, you got to really know what you would say to somebody in the tone you would say it in. So I mean I really have a lot a lot of respect for the work that they do there because yes. it's so fucking hard, man. Not to mention like you're saying somebody's words that you didn't write down, so you're trying to like think like you're trying to adapt it to yourself constantly. Yes. It's like you're fighting against yourself because as you're reading it, like you know maybe um, Karen had a lot about going to get a banana pudding shake from mm-hmm. Chick Fil A or something <laughs> like that. And she just kept changing a lot as she was saying it. Like your brain just works one way. Like you can't, yes. you can't help how you talk. It's like you're reading it, but you you want to read it how you would naturally say it versus how it's written on the paper. Yeah. Plus, I think we were both a little nervous because yes, I was. You're just in an audio like a like a legit audio studio. Yes. Standing up on your mic, 
reading this paper, trying not to fuck up, you know? <laughs> so he's like, you already, like, part of you is just like, I don't, don't fuck up. Don't fuck up, Rod. No, no, say it right. And then the other, <laughs> the, you know, especially when you're trying, and you're trying to do it all in one run, like yes. you're acting in a play. But since they have audio, audio editing yes. st- uh, software, technically, if I'm reading a whole line, I should be able to just, if I get this sentence right, I can just start over at the end of that sentence. Yeah. I don't need to Go all do the, way to the, the whole soliloquy yes. again. But uh, it's hard, you know, it's just hard learning that stuff. But, um, and plus, you have to have confidence in what the other people are doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you have to re- recognize, like, yeah, I might be fucking up, but they're going to turn this into something. Yes. But uh, I still will be surprised at how good they can turn that into because I don't know, man. I still was like, I don't, don't think I don't we did that know. good. Yes, I was like, I don't know. I hope Dexter don't be like, we're just going to go ahead and edit Karen out of this one. <laughs> you have to be confident. Like, I, I think I would even change how I, because I would want to speak extremely clear, mm-hmm. enunciate all of my words, right, every and then, syllable. And then you're not, at that point, you're not really acting or, or having a conversation. Exactly. You're I not even talking. <laughs> You're not even talking, like, because part of it is it needs to sound like you talk, you know? Um, so if you're trying to get it perfect, at some point you're just reading the script. Yes. You know? So it's like, Terry, did you do the thing that I asked about? You know, so the cadence of it is so fucked up. It's like, if I was listening to it, I'd be like, what are they talking about? This it's obvious that this, this person is, what are they reading? Out a ransom note or some shit? With a gun to the head? What's going on yeah, back there? Apparently, Karen's been taking hostage. <laughs> yes. For banana pudding milkshakes. We gotta save her. But uh, it was cool, man. And um, inevitably, when you get on the road, and I don't know how many road trips you take. I don't, we don't leave Charlotte that often, but... Um, why do you all it doesn't matter what day it is how you plan your trip what time of the day it is there's always a fucking wreck somewhere yes it is somewhere just fucking up traffic like this is a Sunday man <laughs> like it was Sunday night and coming back you know from Shadow Dog or whatever um cause it took a little longer than, than we thought cause we, we were having such a good time we had a great time uh, especially doing the podcast I know yes. we ran a little long and stuff but that was fine with me yes but um, as we're driving back, it's just like, tra- uh, stop here for a wreck. Stop here for construction. I'm like, who does construction Sunday nights? Nice. Yes. <laughs> like, it's always during, like, rush hour in Charlotte, you know? Yep. <laughs> it's like, oh, you, well, you got to get to work? Fuck it. Stop everybody. We've cut it to one lane, you know? But uh, <laughs> we was, like, we got we saw a couple wrecks, man. Yes. The one wreck looked like it was straight it was out of life. Terrible. I thought Bumblebee was going to transform and pop <laughs> 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 yeah. Yes. <laughs> Grab uh, Shia LaBeouf and put him back in his chest, dude. Man, yeah. motherfuckers just can't drive, man. This it's sad. Like, what is the DMV doing? What is? <laughs> like, cause it's terrible. You go to the DMV, you wait for fucking four hours, then you might still, uh, you might not even be seen, and they they just give people their license. Like, oh, if you wait long enough, you can get your license. No, make them motherfuckers take a test. I mean, for for D, for the DMV to be known as notorious assholes. They are giving everybody on the street with a, a license. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, how do they get to be known as assholes? I mean, maybe that's why the DMV takes so long. Because they just giving everybody a license. They <laughs> Like, if they would send half the motherfuckers home, you, the DMV should take about 10 minutes for everybody. It's like, hey, whoa, whoa, what, are you they even want, from they this want, country? They want your money. Yeah. Are you from this country? Let me see your license. Uh-uh. We ain't got no country name, North. Uh, Ohio. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I didn't think I was going to get my license one time. I was in there just to renew it. Yeah. And you know, that just means you read the signs and you're going about your business. Right. Mm-hmm. 
Well, the motherfucker that was in front of me that was coughing all over the little machine. Yeah. And then the guy looked at me and was like, all right, go ahead and read it. And I looked at him like, are you serious? <laughs> like, you're you not going to wipe this down? You, not, you don't have no sanitary wipes? I'm not putting my face on this. Are you crazy? Like, come on, son. You know, like, this is, you know, bird flu and all this other shit was out on yeah. Like, you think I'm really about to put my face on this? And the dude was like, well, I don't have anything to wipe it. I was like, well, you going to have to do something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not putting my face on this. You're going to have to come up with something. So dude left, he came back with like a little paper towel, I had some water, I was like, alright, you know, and I cleaned yeah. it myself, but I'm not finna sit here and just stick my face yeah. on some fucking machine that somebody was sitting there coughing all on. Yeah. That's some bullshit. So yes, them motherfuckers are assholes, and I thought I was like, well damn, he might be like, nope, you failed that, you failed that. Yeah, the DMV is the fucking worst anyway. And that was terrible. I, when I, I actually, uh, first time I took the uh, written test, I failed it. I had to go back and take the written test and then I passed the driving test. I was, t- I was See, nervous. Karen shouldn't have a license. <laughs> if it was up to me, if you fail a written test, five years, then you try again. Maybe you'll get it right next time. You'll study you take it home. That's right. You'll yeah, I studied. Study That's what that was. Can you even parallel for Exactly. exactly. No, <laughs> you took too long. No, <laughs> no too I know long. I can't know. But the thing, the thing is, is weird to me about um, you know the whole the, the driving thing. It's like it's so many people on the road, like, and and people are like on the highway. We had some Need for Speed people passing us oh, by. Yes, we did. You know, it just like people. I, like I don't know where they're going to, but apparently they need to get there and yesterday. <laughs> like I, I, I was like, was Bruce Wayne driving that shit? Like you look over, just meow meow. And you get, and then you get the other assholes that do the, the they just want to tailgate you. Yes, that's nerve wracking. Cause like I was going above the speed limit. Let's not say <laughs> how much, but above the speed limit. I wasn't flying, but I was going a decent amount. So I would get to the left hand lane when when I didn't see other cars there, and then when I see like okay, this motherfucker behind me decided that instead of seventy five. He decided that 95 was the right amount. <laughs> I would just move over to the right, let him go yes. through. As a good driver would. Right. Because yes. I'm not I'm not I'm not one of those people that stays in the left hand lane, like move around. No, left hand lane is for the fastest cars. So someone's and it's all relative. Someone's going faster than you, you move the fuck over. Yes, you do. And then get back when they when they leave, you know? They actually have a crew a group of people here in Charlotte. They call it brake checking. Mm-hmm. Um, where if you get too close, they'll start breaking, breaking real slow. Just to, they call it brake checking your ass. Yeah, that's, that's see, how you call a wreck. What, that's, that's people that apparently have too much time and too much money on their hands. Yes. Because like, people will do that. Like, Will, Will's a real aggressive driver, or at least he used to be. And that's one of the things he would do. Like, I'd be in the car with him, and somebody be tailgating us, and he'd be like, oh, slim on my brakes. Whoa, bitch, huh? What you think about that? <laughs> you know, I'm like, damn, Will, first of all, you're going to get a shot. But <laughs> Second of all, I want my car. Well, it's his car he's driving. But I'm like, okay. what, one, like, because people be like, I got insurance. Okay, maybe the other person doesn't have insurance. That's number one. So then you, your insurance eventually will still go up, because they'd be like, yeah, we had to pay for all that shit. Um, the other thing, uh... You still gonna be out of a car for even if it's just a few days. It's some inconvenient shit. I gotta go get a rental car. I gotta hopefully they fix my car right and don't bullshit me. Oh, it's never gonna be put back exactly the way it was. Yeah. No. So like the people that that harass drivers, like man, I'll fucking put on my signal and then turn right in front of his ass. I don't give a fuck. I'm like, but don't you care about your car? 
Not to mention your wife. Oh, your I mean, time. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I asked. I'll say, well, what happens if they break check and the other person reflexes aren't fast enough and they run right up their motherfucking ass and they big ass truck that right. they're riding in or whatever? Now you, you know dead. What? Like, yeah, we've so seen dumb. somebody do that before. I think somebody was stopped and the little car was so tiny that when it hit the hit, it hit the um truck, truck, yeah, and the truck like shook a little bit. Me and Roger passed. All of a sudden, you seen this car crumpled up behind this big <laughs> yes. ass truck and smoke flying everywhere. Dude, he killed that. Whatever that shit was, like a kid or something. <laughs> yes. <Mosquito>. Yes. <laughs> yes, like you. They should start naming little like, cars. Like dude, <laughs> pulled it, pulled it all up behind him. Like the dude in the truck could have literally walked out, looked at his bump, and been like. Uh, I'm good here. Yes, literally. Uh, you know, you just report to the police what happened, but uh, I'm going to go ahead and go home. I got some of the Yeah, yes. don't worry about the damages. I'll take care of it. I'll wash the car when I get home. Got a little bit of your bitch ass paint on it. But, um, yeah, man, and then when we got there, uh, we had to meet a lot of actors and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, were, they, were, they were filming some stuff, and they also had audio plays going on in the back. And Everybody was so nice, man. Yes, they were. I don't know, like, I hopefully, I, I mean, I've always heard the actors are mean, but they were all nice to us, mm-hmm. um, and they were, it was fun, man, they were so talented, um, uh, the chicks were all high, of course, um, and, and, and then uh, we had a weird dude from um, England that was taking pictures and stuff, yes. he was fresh off the boat. So I can only understand like half of what he was talking see, about. Yes. But I faked my way through it. It was like the drive through order thing. Yep. It was like, oh yeah, oh, you want to take pictures? Is that what you're doing with that camera? That's cool. Yes. <laughs> Is that, did I guess right? Okay. <laughs> Looks like he agrees. He's taking pictures. But it was cool, man. Uh, we actually had to stand the whole podcast. Mm-hmm. That's like, what I felt, Yeah, a lot of people don't know because we work hard, son. But behind the scenes, we stood for like two and a half hours doing the podcast. It was fun, though. Yeah, of course it was fun. That goes without saying. I, a lot of people say it's the best show ever, which we routinely get now. Yes, and on top of that, I don't think uh, for a lot of people, right now we got a little small mic. Nah, this was like professional studio grade. Like seven mics We in was there. like locked in the room. like, And we um, uh, we had two people like in the side booth on the side. Um, you know, with the yeah, sound engineers. Yeah, we had like, a, this, it was this big old glass and you could see like the, the dude on the other side. And, um, like, I had headphones on, so a lot of times you can hear him talk to you, too. Um, so it was kind of an experience. Um, it was yeah. very... Yeah, like, I put my headphones on, I was like, turn my shit up! <laughs> oh! Now, for you... Let's go! It should have felt like you was back in the studio. Yes, again. that's what I was. I was like, let's go, bitch! Audio plays, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you, but y'all got a nice mic here. Don't let don't let uh, Rod a camp for you. Nah, they got, they got a nice mic. Dude, if you yeah. see pictures of that studio, you'll be like, oh, so that's what it's like. <laughs> yes. Like that shit was like a uh, legit studio. Like it just like the it, they had a sound engineer listening to us record and being like, hold up, let me fix that real quick. All right, now go <laughs> do it again. Yeah, uh, run through one more time. Like they, like it was tight, man. But um, and you played it. Like I'm gonna play this back for you. Yeah. Okay, right here with you. Oh, okay. Yeah, get into the lean to the mic a little more. There you go. Yeah. You go put on those headphones. You get yeah, you yourself. Okay, there you go. Like it was tight, man. <laughs> I enjoyed that shit, yes, man. Engineering stuff was cool because he had like two screens and all these buttons and all that stuff. I felt like a little kid. I just want to say, can I touch it? I knew I couldn't, but I just wanted to touch it. And we had like Alexa and um, Lisa. Mm-hmm. They were the ones that were in like, there's like another booth, like a soundproof booth mm-hmm. where you can go in and record your part, close the door, and there's like glass where we can look in. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but they had to go, they were kind of behind me the whole time. So if anybody ever talked over them, that's what happened. Like, we couldn't really see them. Like, I had to turn and, like, it was a little difficult or whatever. It was probably our most challenged, at least my most challenging podcast hosting that many people, but it was fun. But one thing I can say with uh, the recording studio, it was actually great. It, it basically sounded like we was at a table. Like, everybody was, like, sitting at a table looking at each other. Even yeah. though it wasn't like that, you were, like, looking in all these different directions. But that's the way it sounded. And we were looking forward to seeing, every, uh, like, getting there and stuff. Yeah. We got lost because, you know, you ever been on, like, those real small roads in the country? Mm-hmm. And, and the problem is that everybody that would have a purpose of being on that road knows where they're going. going. Yeah. yeah. Except us. That's right. So, like, I'm trying to slow down and get my turn and see, like, where we're going. And then, like, we yeah, they're just going behind us like, fuck you, nigga, driving around. And the navigation on your phone stopped working at that point. Well, yeah. no, well the navigation on the phone <laughs> was, was the just, it was like, you are, you are at your destination. destination. I was like, no, we're not at the destination. <laughs> yeah. What the hell? It's a farm here. But, yes. uh, and, it, that, and it was right. It was, just, it was just the fact that it was such a small road to turn now. It looked like a driveway. Yes. And so we're trying to get find this driveway. We're doing U-turns and shit. Karen is giving me terrible driving directions. <laughs> like it's three. No, like because Dex, paper. As, as a landmark, Dexter wrote church. Right? But it's like three, there's four three churches. churches. Oh, and, and what, the, what the fuck is up with these? Like a little ass town got three churches on one road. <laughs> like all the churches yeah. on the, in the same road. They don't have as many members. Yes. They like, can take turns. Right. <laughs> Y'all couldn't combine this to one church. Damn. All the men missing the football game in that city. <laughs> But um, so so we're doing U-turns and shit, and, and when you're black and you're driving in small cross-country, uh, uh, cross-state drive, the the proposition to stop for directions is way yeah. way more scary. Yeah. Now, like like they have all these horror movies about like what if worms could crawl out the sink? No, you know what's scary to me is stopping and asking for directions. <laughs> In Paul Tucker, North Carolina. That's that's yeah. scary to me. Yeah. I want to make it home safely. Yeah, like if you start asking for directions and slowly you notice that that dude's car has a rebel flag on it. That's scary. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, it has overalls with no shirt on, no under. Right. <laughs> right. Like Chewing that. tobacco. Yeah. No shoes on. It's like, you ain't vote for Obama, did you? You're like, oh, wait a minute. That, now, that's a scary t- plot twist. We move these stickers off my car. Right. <laughs> for me, like, Crash is a horror movie. Not, you know, <laughs> Gremlins or whatever the fuck people are scared of these days. Insidious. Insidious. Nothing scary about Insidious because yep. I would have moved out the house after the first Poltergeist-related shit would have happened. Like, but, you know, oh, I think somebody snuck in the house. Left a window open. Oh, we moving. Yes, <laughs> really? The end. Really? I don't need those clothes anymore. Yeah. I'm never going back. Shortest movie of all time. The end. <laughs> but, but, yeah, so we, we got there, man, and um, it was fun. Dexter was uh, real cool, and meeting everybody was straight. Um, I, and then, you know, we were so early, I was like, hey, why don't we stop at this Hardy's? Cause I was hungry. Uh, I was hungry, man. We we hadn't eaten since like brunch. Yes. So I was like, let me let me stop at Hardy's and get something to eat. Right. Now you hungry when you're set up for Hardy's? Nigga, it's all they had. Yes, in the town. Like, like, like you, he wasn't. He not joking. That, you still think it. about it? You still think about it in Charlottetown? Oh, <laughs> why no. don't you go across the street to the McDonald's? No, it was okay. There's nothing here but a Hardy's. So that's yeah. why Jerry Richardson wasn't really concerned with the lockout. Right. <laughs> he got all these Hardy's in these little towns. Yeah. Yes. And he racked. It up, son. 
You don't even. You, it's hard to find a Hardee's in Charlotte. Yes, yeah, it is. I, they don't have it now. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, and the thing is, like, uh, there's a Hardee's. And then there's nothing else on the road except maybe some small diner. I'm not going to a small diner. Yeah, that's, that's part of the night. That's, 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 that's the white only pie. Yes, right. That's how the story begins. It's like, oh, oh, I'm sorry, sir. I think you meant to order nigger pies. Yes, yes not. No, Those are delicious whites only custard pies. Nigger pies are in the back. Actually, what are you doing coming in the front? <laughs> How'd you get in here? You want those city? You, you want those city negroes? <laughs> you don't know the rules right here, boy. First name. Cousin comes around the back. Right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, exactly. Like the owner just greets you with his shotgun. Leroy Little John. Leroy Little John. He greets you with his shotgun. Clack, clack. What are y'all doing around here? But, um, so we, yeah, we go to Hardy's. And that, and, and all these, it's always funny because every little town, I don't care where you stop, if you stop to get fast food in a little town, this shit is always true. All the niggas in town work there. Why? <laughs> Every place I've ever been. Like I've stopped. I remember we stopped one time in Ohio, and it was and not like the part of Ohio like Cleveland or uh, Cincinnati. We stopped in like some bumblefuck town where you like, yo, ain't no black people here. Like, you just look around. It's like farm, cows, tree, uh, like just nothing that would indicate that Negroes hung out around there. We go to McDonald's. All the niggas in McDonald's <laughs> working, working, not eating, working. So I was like, yeah, man, the same thing. And then these dudes took forever, man. Uh, we ordered like turkey burgers or something, man, which, I mean, should I be ordering turkey burgers from a fast food restaurant? Probably not. No. But I was trying to be healthy. And so I ordered a turkey burger, man. It was nasty as hell. Yeah, because we didn't eat it till like afterwards. Oh, that is right. Yeah, because when we got there, man, I got, like, when we got lost, I lost my appetite. Because I was like, damn, we're going to be late. I'm the, it's already the blackout tips. I don't want to be on CP time. <laughs> Doing all these white people's expectation of us. And so, uh, but we did make it in time. But, yeah, we were so nervous, we didn't even eat. But, um, anyway, man, it was fun. It was, uh, it was uh, supposed to go back potentially in October and do some more audio plays and another podcast episode and, I'm down if you down, buddy. You down? Oh, yeah. I like road trips. I had a great time. And I just wanted to thank all of them for dealing with us and, and hanging with us. And uh, we actually had, like, a glitch where, like, 30 minutes was gone. And they hung in there because we had to, like, re-record, like, 30 minutes that were lost because, like, a thunderstorm or something, like, um, messed up some of the audio. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like, uh, behind the scenes, man. Uh, and I listened to the whole show, like... You really can't tell any of that. Nope. Like he did some great editing. Yeah. And it was funny though, because when we got the file, that that file was huge. I was like, oh God, how big is that thing? Yeah, we had to and the other thing too is like we had to do some stories twice and you really can't tell Mm-mm. when you listen to it. Because it's not like you know, but it was the second time I heard some of them jokes and we still thought they were funny. Yes. Um so the uh, the other big announcement today. A lot of people don't know this. Cause it slept under the radar. The bad girls are back. Ah, oh, New Orleans bitches. Yes, yes. I didn't even know because we got ours the pre-programmed. Like it's automatically start picking up and recording. And Roger started playing. I was like, Oh shit, is that the bad girls? Mm-hmm. My babies are back, man. Do they got new theme music? Uh, of course they always have new theme music. But uh, this this one um, there there's some harlots that you have to meet. <laughs> um. And the, and the thing about the bad girls is funny. It's like within five hours, they go from complete strangers to best friends to mortal enemies. Yes. Like every season, it's like it's almost like they're editing 
time out of the show. But you know they didn't really edit time out of the show because it's all the first night. Like, yeah, they couldn't have. You know what I mean? Like everybody has to say outfits on. It, you know, you see them at the beginning of the night all drinking wine, hopping in the jacuzzi. Girl, we got a jacuzzi. Oh shit! Yes, they were some ghetto chicks, boy. And what is the rule on calling somebody a bitch these days? I mean, ladies. I guess if, if, if you're know the first <laughs> like no wonder the dads and the corrupt use it so much. Like y'all throwing confusing signals out of it. Yes. Y'all just met each other. That's my bitch, bitch. Uh-uh. Come here, bitch, and bitch, bitch. All oh, bitches, we gonna be out tonight, bitch. Yes. I'm like, we call each other bitches, but you been not calling us no bitch. <laughs> yeah. But they was like, they was straight up like immediately best friends calling each other. I'm the baddest bitch in the house, girl. You crazy? I'm the baddest bitch. Bitch, you the baddest, but I'm the baddest bitch that's ever been bitching the baddest bad bitches. <laughs> oh, so they was all doing that shit, and then um, it took within like I'd say the first ten minutes was them like getting introduced to the house and doing, you know, they and they do this every year and it's always funny to me. Like, they'll show the person walking in the house and they edit it like the person's a celebrity. Like, they open the door, it's like, hey! And then they turn the shit to black and white. They start playing, like, uh, techno music in the background, like, and then they go to the chick's, uh, like, her, her own, like, Introduction bio, and she's like, Hi, my name's Tasha, and I'm doing this. And you're like, and I'm the bad girl, yeah, I'm the baddest bitch ever, and I'm gonna be bad in the bad girl because I'm the new oldest bitch, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> the whole real world, surreal world, wasn't it? Surreal world was the one with the, um, like the old school celebrities. Yeah, the surreal world. Yeah, yeah. like that. But they treat these chicks like celebrities. Meanwhile, we've just been introduced to them one second ago. I still wonder how much they get paid for this. Like, there has to be some check. Oh yeah, we will be talking about that. It has to be some stipend, like a hundred dollars a month. Like it. I'm glad you brought that up. We actually got to talk about that later. But um, so anyway, man, I haven't fallen in love with these chicks just yet. Obviously, I mean. I would love to, but it's still early. Well, how long until the first top came off? Oh, that was done within. They were blurring shit out that episode. Yeah. Episode. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, they were doing stuff. People was cracking their asses was showing. I was like, oh, her ass must be showing because it blurred it. I'm in. Yeah. Bad I'm girls, in. bad girls, yeah. club. Bad girls and clothes don't get along. I'm in. Yes. I'm just wondering why a cameraman has not leaked unedited. Right. I'm still waiting on what this. What the fuck is the problem? Do you know how much money can be made off of just the unedited outtakes of all the Bad Girls seasons? Yes. Even just even if you pick one season. Yes. Well, except with Tanisha. Right. I know I don't want to see her. Obviously, obviously not Tanisha, but pain. but the other ones. Yeah. I would want to see that. I actually saw that one of the Bad Girls Club, Erica. She has a sex video out. Yep. And I saw it. It was it wasn't that good. Yeah, it's wet. Ah. Oh, Erica. <laughs> you were better with the blurs, <laughs> but um, but but I can't run through the whole cast today because I'm just getting introduced to them. Um, we'll get to it though. But and and you know what? On the first episode, you know it's gonna be crazy when she say, "Bitch, you might be crazy." She said, "I might be." I said, "Oh, that's not a good." That thing. is a crazy response. <laughs> like like if you say, "Man, crazy. You, you say yes. you acted crazy," they go, "I might. I just might be." I thought she's oh, crazy. Cause she's most people like nigga, stop tripping. I ain't, I ain't crazy. Yeah, dudes will accuse you like, why? Why do you watch this? I'm saying, why aren't you watching this? Especially if you're a single dude. These are the easiest ways to recognize the signs of crazy before yes. you have to deal with it. Don't put your life in jeopardy, man. Yeah, These women are cutting each other me. up and shit. Yeah, they cut you up too. 
But um, and then they were like within hours they were at the club and it's like we the family, we all in the family, we in this together. Mm-hmm. And so one girl went to try to holler at a dude to see if she could get some get some, get his number or something, and he they gave her his number and like and then she kissed him on the lips, which it's a little weird because they didn't make out. She just kissed him on the lips as her way of being like, okay, thanks for your number, bye. Which, you know, maybe it's because she's slutty, or maybe, is that the new shit? Is that what people do? This is the thing. This is the only uh, area where I've actually seen women just aggressively approach men. Mm. Because in most instances, they might flirt with a guy. They might, you know, they might come up like, oh, hey, how you doing? Keep the walking. But in this instance, they literally approach men like, listen, you trying to get some of this pussy tonight. Yes. Maybe that's part of being, quote, unquote, bad, but... I don't, I don't consider that a bad quality at all. That's bad as being aggressive. They, actually, they need a pimp. Because <laughs> they're not getting paid. And they always get mad at the chicks for trying to get the dudes to like, like, how dare she go? This is about the girls hanging out as a family bitch we met an hour ago. Right, and that's what that girl said. She said, I'm trying to get me some dick. I don't know what y'all are here to do. Yeah. But damn, how long has it been? Uh, F-like? <laughs> I haven't had dick in three hours. Okay? I hopped on the plane. I got here dick free. I was trying to get in the Mile High Club again. But damn. Well, yeah. <laughs> Mouth itching for dick. And then like the names on these chicks, man. If you name your chick certain, your girl, your daughter, certain shit, just know that she's either gonna be a stripper or on the Bad Girls Club. Like this one chick's name was uh, Angelic. Don't that sound like a stripper name? Yep. It sounds like she should be stripping. She does not know who her baby's daddy is. Yeah, Tierra. And Tierra's not that bad a name, but the only time this girl's gonna be wearing a Tierra. Will be if she go to Burger King and they give her one of them free crowns. She is nobody <laughs> friends. Or she gets a job at the Bunny Ranch. Yeah, and one chick was huge, man. Yes, like, one of them. One of them. One of them is big. She is. It's like, why would you fight her? Like she is it's so not big. A, is it that, the last girl. Hold on. It might be Shelly because it's not. Yes. It's not the last girl. Okay. The last girl is Judy, and she, yeah, that's she's the, the one that's gonna be ratchet. She's insane. She's the most ratchet on the show already, but. Anyway, man. Yeah, because her name Judy is spelled J U D I. D I. Spell it a certain way. Come on. Reality show or stripper. Come on, son. What else could they be? Like you didn't give a girl a chance, man. But um. Yeah, her is it that one right nah, there? Nah, it's not angelic, dude. It's got no. I'm talking about the, the one with the um, afro like hair. Go up, go up, up, her. up, up. Tanisha. Yeah, it, it, nah, it's not it's, in the stage. It's a white girl. She got some big ass titties. She do got some titties. I hate they want her though. Yeah, she do got some take off business. But um, anyway, man, Bad Girls is back for all y'all that know. Um, have you guys been on Spotify yet? Nope. Mm-hmm. All right, last week we talked about Spotify, which is a program that lets you stream music to your phone, your computer, uh, you know, based on how much you pay per month. Mm-hmm. Like, they have different plans. Like, yeah, the free one, the free one, you can play a certain amount of songs, but there's uh, advertisers between songs mm-hmm. randomly thrown in. But you can pick and choose any song you want. So it's no longer random, like, with Pandora, iHeartRadio, mm-hmm. apps like that. It's smart. Uh, what is it? FM Radio, FM, whatever that is. Yeah, last FM. Yeah, last FM. Uh, like, you're basically um, picking a artist and hoping they play a song. Like, okay, I like Prince and The Roots. And then they play, like, Morris Day and The Time. But you don't know what song or whatever. Yes. Well, with this one, um, I actually can go in and say, I want to hear these Prince songs. I want to hear this Michael Jackson song. I want to hear this Lupe Fiasco song. And, and they'll play them all. And uh, you can save playlists and do all kinds of stuff. Um, you pay $5 a month. 
uh, that's all for free, of course, but with ads. You pay five dollars a month, they take the ads out. Yes, and also with uh, Pandora, like you say, you want prints, but all of a sudden you mess around, you throw Metallica. What the fuck does Metallica have to do with my prints? Yeah, and then you have to like tell them up, like thumbs up, thumbs down. Did you like that? You know what I mean? Like this isn't sex. I'm just, I'm just trying to throw no tricks in here and shit in the middle of my music experience. I picked what I wanted to listen to, sir. And you know, I just want to say Karen made me nervous right then. <laughs> when she was like, what the fuck does that have to do <laughs> with Chris? I, that really did make me nervous right then. I had to catch myself and be like, wait, I'm, I'm safe. I'm in a safe place. <laughs> you in the safe zone. I'm, I'm, I'm alright. Oh, yeah. but, um, but yeah, I mean, but that's what they do on the other stations. On this one, you, if you don't want to listen to Prince or Metallica or whatever, it's, then that's fine. You didn't pick that, so they won't play that. They only play what you pick. So for $5, you can get it commercial free. And I'm paying $10 a month because I, I want the full access. You yep. can download a uh, playlist. Uh, you can play it on your phone, mm-hmm. which is really dope. Because uh, I, I pretty much deleted most of the music off my phone. So now I'm saving my memory space because yes. I can just play the songs if I want to. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I want to download it, I can just download the shit again if I need to. But um, it, it's just real dope, man. Um, and some so I started listening to old music, you know. I'm sorry, and I'm trying to listen to artists I haven't listened to before because before you know it was more of a task. Yes, you know it's a big difference for me anyway, time consuming wise. Between downloading and trying to find the download old Amy Winehouse album, or just typing in Spotify and streaming it, and uh, with no commercials and shit, so that's what I did. And you know what, Amy Winehouse, not that bad. I, I when I first heard it yeah. um, a long time ago, I just didn't appreciate Amy Winehouse, and it was mostly because I started on I think Back to Black is her first album, and the first song on there is Rehab. And I don't really like rehab. I, like I don't know how. I like that song. I don't know how that song caught on so much. I guess because it's real poppy. But um, like I, the first song was rehab, and I played that, and I was like, okay, this you know back in the day, this is pretty cool, you know. And I you know I thought like, okay, this is what the album's gonna sound like. The rest of the album is slow, a little more dramatic, a little more softer than that, mm-hmm. a little a lot more jazzy than that. Um, and so I, I was like, I guess I don't like this shit because it's not like rehab. But now, you know, I went back and listened to it, and I realized I don't like rehab that much. Rehab is that's not the song I like. But the rest of the shit was straight banging. Like every other track was actually real smooth and mellow and shit. Like I, when I was uh, cooking the other day, I put that shit on, and let it play. I let that, I let Frank play the next the album after that, and she was real dope, man. I see why people were so sad to see her pass now. Um, yeah, and one thing about Amy Winehouse, something that I never really paid attention because I heard her, and I, you know, heard snippets of the song, but I never really took the time to listen. And what I realized, she has, she, her voice is very soulful. Like I, I know it might sound silly, but I didn't expect her voice to have such uh, heart in it, you know? Because I, I don't like rehab. I like that song, and I, I, I've only heard the back it, black it, but it's back, back to black, back to black. That one, I haven't heard the rest of them, and so I kind of understand now, like you say. Why people say such a great talent is gone. Well, you know what's weird, though? It's almost like fans and magazines are to blame for us as casual fans only knowing her as a drug addict. Yeah. Because that's, that's kind of that's that's one thing they sold about her was, yeah, she's 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 on drugs. You're like, in every clip you see of her isn't 
well, here's this song that she can perform that's beautiful. It's always like her half fucked up on stage, mm-hmm. a picture of her, like half her titty falling out and her hair is a mess and shit like that. So, like, I became dismissive. I was just like, okay, so there's this fucking cokehead that everybody's obsessed with. Yeah. And moved on. Yep. I never, never, never took it seriously. But, you know, and I really did. And, and then the other thing is people do this all the time and, you know, probably gonna get letters about this, but fuck it, I'll say it. You know, people stars die and then they become very overrated. Uh, for example, one of the prime examples in my opinion is Aaliyah. There's a yeah, lot of people that, yeah, like we all when she was alive were able to be like, yeah, Aaliyah can't really act the same, but no. she cute. I like, yeah. I like two of her songs. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, I, I like a couple. I like, I like four page letter. Song. Yeah, yeah. You know, we I like Timberland's beat, but as soon as she died, it was like you better not say nothing about Aaliyah. It's Aaliyah's, it's the anniversary of her death. And then everybody's like going crazy on Twitter. You can't say nothing about her. And, you know, I, I, I leave those people alone or whatever. But it's just like, so you listen to Aaliyah's songs one day a year, mm-hmm. every year. But then she the greatest. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? I don't like it. Like, put it like this. The first time I heard Michael Jackson this year wasn't on the anniversary of his death. Oh, no. Because Michael Jackson is good and he's in my rotation. Yeah. No offense to Aaliyah, but, you know, I, but I thought that something similar may have happened with Amy Winehouse where people were saying she was great now because she's dead. You know, they tried to almost put Eminem in that box because mm-hmm. uh, they didn't really listen to his first album when he first came out. Yeah. And they were like, oh, it's just a white kid on drugs trying to be black. And nobody right. really gave his album a chance. And then they was like, okay, the second album is good, but he's still rapping about being high and all this other stuff all the time. I think it was his third album with Superman on him. Yeah, that, that was, yeah. That people really was like, Eminem is... Well, technically it's fourth, but I know what you mean. Yeah, so that's when people started listening to him. And I was like, nah, his first album is nice. Right. Yeah, I listen to it, mm-hmm. so I definitely appreciate what you're saying. Yeah, Eminem but almost man. had to fall off before people would go back and listen to his other shit. Because people would be like, yo, man, I hate... Uh, encore. This is the wackiest shit ever. You like? Okay, so did you used to ever like him? <laughs> like, name some shit did you like before you say that this is the way yeah. he fell off? And then all of a sudden it's like, well, let me go back and check out Slim Shady. Oh, you know what? He was killing it. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, but yeah, he died a different, like a figurative death. But I mean, literally, when people die, you know, pop. You know, as much as I like him, a little overrated. Big, I like him too a lot. So that must mean you'd have had that argument about the. Pac really only had like two good albums. Nah, I don't know if that um, was me that had that argument. I, but I, I don't. I think he's overrated though. Cause I, I really think it's Me Against the World and Machiavelli. Right. Uh, all eyes on me. I could listen to maybe six songs. Isn't that shit a double disc? Too? Yes. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm good with six songs. There's no double disc that's really only no double disc I really fuck with like that. It's notorious life uh, after death. death. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Every other uh, hip hop double disc is like, nah, nigga, why didn't you take much. eight songs off of this? <laughs> yes. mm-hmm. Take eight songs off and you got a classic. Yeah. You know, Jay Z did it with the Blueprint too. Like, dude, you could have subtracted like ten songs and had one of the all time hip hop classics of ever. But you had to do a little too much. Don't nobody want to hear that much, Jay. <laughs> nobody want to hear <laughs> that much. Say yeah. they were pop, man. Shit, four of the songs like remixes on the second disc or something like. Yeah, but but um. Yeah, you get overrated when you die, you know? And I thought the same thing happened with Amy Winehouse, and I was wrong. She actually is dope. And somebody, uh, I think it was my man Tunji, he hit me up on Twitter, and he was like, yeah, she's dope, but you gotta, like, she, she, I just feel like she's an artist that didn't have that much vocal range, so she just stayed in her lane of what she could do. 
And, you know, I, at first I looked at that like, that's kind of an insult. Maybe he meant it as like a, she's a little overrated, she's not that talented. But then I responded back to him, and, I, and hopefully I changed his mind, or maybe that's what he was trying to say the whole time. But I was like, isn't that good? Don't yes. more artists need to do that? Like, yes. we, we need more artists that Let's are specialists. That. Because this is my opinion. That Beyonce for Roger put, and I begged him for that. I said, like, Roger, put it on there. The new Beyonce come out. That's a piece of shit. <laughs> that Beyonce fucking sucks. I'm sorry. It's a terrible, it's one of her worst CDs. And I what, know what's wrong with it? She wanted to be different. And she wanted to be, um, you know how some people, sometimes people want to be so different that they're so different that they're whack. Right. They want to be so unique and so outside of the box till they're whack. And I know there's a lot of Beyonce fans and a lot of people love her music. But I wasn't feeling this CD at all. She didn't have any, um, any song that I could just rock. That I could just sit and just say, this is my jam. Um, you know, and, and a lot of the beats were terrible. A lot of just what she was saying, the way it was written was very simplistic. Right. It wasn't um, challenging or anything like that. It was just a uh, overall terrible CD to me. And I've listened to it. I, I forced myself to sit my ass there and listen to it. I'm like, okay. Ooh. 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 And I just kept forwarding past the song. And I finally came to the conclusion that I don't like it. I, I, I just Yeah, you I can't, can't force yourself to like something just because. Uh, I, I actually had the same experience lately with the album uh, Goblin by Tyler, the Creator. And it's kind of a hard album to dislike because people that I respect, musical, I respect their musical opinion and their, you know, but... So I gave it extra chances because I'm like, well, Chris, Chris Lambert, who's that's gonna be on the show Sunday, he likes it. Uh, Phenom Black, he likes it, and I respect both their opinions. And they normally we we agree on most things, but like the more I listen to the album, the more I'm just like, yo, this this is not that hot. Like, I'm not. I think he might just be different, but not good. You know what I'm saying? Like he not like in the he's abstract, but in his own unique way, he ain't really ain't talking about shit. You know, he's not putting himself on the line at all with his art. So he's not taking any artistic risk because he's being so abstract that he doesn't really have to put any of his personal life out there. And I feel like art is shared partially the either the ability to share your personal life or to convince me that you're sharing your personal story. Yeah. And he, he just didn't do it. Now, maybe I'm just too old because that nigga's like 19 and singing about angst and not being able to get pussy. Maybe I just can't relate now because I've been out of that life too long. <laughs> but but it was just weird, man. And and I understand it. When it was talking about standing in range, uh, I think with this Beyonce song, she sung a, a lot of times outside her vocal range, and it showed it was just terrible, just overall just terrible sounding. And, I, and I'm a big Beyonce fan. I drove Roger nuts with like some of the other Beyonce CDs. He was like, I don't like it. I was like, I love this shit. And I was Beyonce and all over. <laughs> But this one right here, I, I can't, I can't rock with it. See, I normally like Beyonce. I haven't listened to this album yet. But if you're saying the beats are whack, then it probably won't make me like it. Because if I can't get with the beat, I'm not, I'm gonna tune out the lyrics. I mean, I just think, um, go ahead, Ken. I'm sorry. No, it, it, and and the thing about the the beats is is almost like it's too much. You know how you listen, you just got too much going on sometimes. Sometimes the beats are like too much, and and like the um. Um, what, um, what is his name that, that, um, I can't think of his name, but, uh... Childish Gambino? Yeah, Childish Gambino. 
Some of his beats bounce in and out, but the way they they're laid, they they flow really well. A lot of hers are chopped up, and it's like, okay, here's a beat, here's a beat, yeah. here's a beat, here's a beat, and it's not flowing. There's no cohesion to the yeah. album. Um, the other thing too is it's very frustrating too to. Because music is so subjective, so it's really hard to discuss with people when you don't like something and they do like it, or whatever. But, um, like, is I can't knock anybody for staying in their lane. Like, some of my favorite artists, if you really think about it, pretty much stayed in their lane of at least what they can do. You know, like, Erica Badu hasn't really stepped out of her bounds. She's not doing a, a rock and roll album. Um, you know, Jill Scott, she's, you know, like, you can challenge yourself within certain boundaries, but... You know, that's certain shit I don't want to hear Jill Scott do. I'm not trying to listen to Jill Scott do a shake your ass Beyonce type song or the, no. the single women is independent. Like, I'm going to be like, no, you actually don't need to do that, Jill. No. So I actually think staying in your lane isn't a negative thing. No, it's not. If, 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 if it's about perfecting what you're doing. Yes. Perfecting your craft. It's not like, you know, you don't diss uh, a painter because he made a terrible sculpture. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't go... Hey man, I, I'm, I know I'm, I'm 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 okay at this painting shit, but I'm gonna go over here and sculpt some shit, and I'm also okay at that. And you know what else I'm okay at? I'm also okay at painting murals. So I'm gonna paint a mural on the. And you're like, dog, learn you're one thing. Much, yeah. You're doing too much, man. None of, you do none of this well. You know, Chris <laughs> Brown dances well, and then this nigga goes to BET Awards last year, and this dances with half ass because he's trying to be a rapper now. You know what I mean? Your singing's already mediocre, dog. Your dancing used to be impeccable. Alright, you made the world forgive you for beating a woman, one of the most famous women on the planet, by dancing like Michael Jackson and crying. Okay, you made us do that. Now you come here with some balloon pants and some half ass raps, and now I'm supposed to be like, oh, Chris is all the way back. No, man, stop. You're doing too fucking much. Yeah, similar like MC Hammer pants. They went cool when my ass was wearing it, they went cool with you wearing yeah, so I don't know, man. I'm not a fan of this shit, but mm -mm. but but anyway, Amy Winehouse, I, I did peep her. I've been going back and listening to people. Uh, I was listening to Cannabis today. That first album he had, the one that made everybody dislike his ass immediately. <laughs> I listened to that shit. Like it's funny. I listened to the lock throughout the streets. Now, did you like the Cannabis stuff? Uh, I've only listened to like two or three songs off oh, of it. Okay. I need to finish doing my whole review, but I could immediately tell where it went wrong. And I oh, also listened to Big Sean. Finally famous, or as I'm calling it, finally lameness. Uh, uh, this nigga is like. Oh, that's the one Kanye kind of right. Yeah, okay. he's like a he's like a combination of Drake, Lil Wayne, and Kanye, but none of the good characteristics. Like <laughs> all of their whack characteristics involved in the one person. All the wine and the. Yes. The, nigga whining, he has nothing to whine about yet. The un the uncool. Um, yeah. That you're like, Dude, and he, and he does a lot of like, he does a lot of uh, punchlines that don't make like he's like, I'm like Pootie Tang, tippy tie, tippy tippy tie. Like what, nigga? And unless <laughs> I've seen that, doing? I wouldn't. Unless I've seen the movie, I wouldn't get it. And that sucks. But the punchline's not even relevant to the other line. Like, oh, okay. he, like he'll say something like, I take my belt off like Pitted to the Tang, tippy tippy tie, tippy tie. Oh, you like, dude? That's no. Oh, uh, he had another one. He's like. I'm like Quagmire, cause I giggity giggity giddy. Like, wow. Word, he put that in a rap? Well, I think that's a DOS effects line. He <laughs> 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 to get that shit. You could buy it too. Yeah. <laughs> um, give it back. Give it back. So I was thinking, more, more random thoughts. If you think about it, Batman's utility belt. Mm -hmm. 
is the coolest fanny pack of all time. Because <laughs> there's really nothing more than a fanny pack, man. If you think of it, it's all his tools on his belt, and he carries around with him constantly, and nothing is more uncool than a nigga with a fanny pack, but Batman made that shit cool. Sometimes I think his fanny pack is almost like uh, Harry Potter. You know the little bag she had where you can reach down and yeah, it had Yeah, like, had a, a purse where you can reach, reach in. Reach down and had like un- unlimited uh, space in it. I think that's what his fanny pack is. It just has unlimited space that we can't see. Because he does have everything in there. like Santa Claus then. Yes. If he thinks about it, the fanny pack will It's just out. cool because Batman it has all that shit. That he's obviously one of the coolest superheroes of all time. But somehow we let him slide on that fanny pack, dog. I, I just, I just wish he had an actual superpower. But I guess the fanny pack is his superpower. The well, he's always to, prepared. He has keen intellect. The, yeah, the ability to wear a fanny pack and not be perceived as a homosexual. Right. Yes. That's it. He's like, so cool. tights. Like he's like talk. Can you imagine if it was just an actual like yellow fanny pack? You know what I mean? <laughs> Hold on, Joker. Zip. <laughs> well, baby, he does have tights and has no pockets. Where else he's gonna put all his equipment? I know. I'm just saying, it's uh, it's just cool. Like, it, if it was like a backpack underneath his cape, that would be cooler to me. Okay. Like if Batman was a backpacker or something. But but I mean, obviously, I mean to be honest, the fanny pack is probably the most efficient and best way for men and women to carry their shit. Mm-hmm. But it's everybody knows that shit ain't cool, so we don't do it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, un- honestly, unless you get to the point where you just don't give a damn, or you like me, you go to care with something like that with a bunch of kids, you just had that fanny pack. It's like, damn, I'm not carrying all this shit. Well, I'm you, you still, you don't have a fanny pack, you know? not no more. Right? Nobody does because it's not cool. But it is by far the most efficient way to do anything. <laughs> you can put everything in your fanny pack. Yes. Your wallet, your phone, your MP3 player. You can wear multiple fanny packs at once. Good. Yes, I see. That's, that's, that's that all before. Batman's doing. Yes. Nigga got like a batarang in one fanny pack. <laughs> but it's cool because Batman kick your ass. You can't. We're going to call him out. That's what somebody needs to do. It's good for your posture. Like the Joker needs to call him out on that shit one day when they fight him. He's like, oh, what you got in your fanny pack, Batman? <laughs> and then, then he'll shame Batman, and Batman will take it off, and that'll be his weakness. But see, he's like, stop picking at me, that's, Joker. But that's how cool he is. The writers made him envious, right, of his fanny pack on one. Um, yeah, was it the Riddler? Uh, I think it was the one with the Riddler, um, the one Jim Carrey played. Well, I know the pink one, one of them. In the first one, uh, I know they asked where did you get those wonderful toys. Yeah, okay, yeah. So I, I mean, but the point being, man, that shit ain't that cool, man. Um. You ever been, you know how Kinko's and these printing places are notorious for bad service? Mm-hmm. Yes. High as fuck. So we're trying to get you some shit. That? We're trying to get some shit printed up for the show. You know, and, you know, I, I sent Karen to do it. Because I was like, Karen, you know, <laughs> you have for this podcast. I can trust you with this task. Handle your business. Go ahead and get us this stuff. And uh, we're looking for like some some glossy paper, mm-hmm. and want to get like an artwork on it and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And we've seen an example of it before. We're just trying to match that. Yes. So I sent Karen up there. <laughs> Karen, go ahead and show everybody the artwork. Oh, you don't have you don't I, have I, it. I, oh, I, I oh. can't show them what I don't have, and we don't have a t- we don't have a camera. I what what happened? Oh, what happened, happen, Karen? No. Oh, I gotta get the wheel. Oh, but what, well, Karen? What what happened though? Why don't we oh, have? Oh Lord, have mercy! It, it was an experience. I went up there. First, these niggas act like they ain't want to help me when I walked in there, and I stood there for about ten minutes. And then finally, the dude came over there to help me. Then after he came over there to help me, he was rushing me, 
Oh, you got this size, this size, this what you want. Then I, I, I asked for a particular size. Oh, we can't now, make Now, was it busy in there? Like, why was it being Hell so short? Hell no, it wasn't busy in there. These niggas were just lazy. <laughs> so what was this Dave Chappelle skit in real life? Pop copy. Yeah, because I was being very, 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 very patient. Um, and I didn't show my tail, even though I really, really wanted to show my ass. I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to be cool. I'm here to white folks out of town. I might get arrested. So I tried. I, I was calming myself down because they was being hot. He rushed me. And then uh, when I got the paper. So, wait a minute. Um, they, they, you had instructions. Yes. Um, and they didn't have the machine that they were talking about in the instructions. No, because I tried to go to the, the machine that you could do it yourself. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and eh, before I waste my money in that, let me see if they even got it. So I was like, well, this is what I want. He's like, yeah, we got it. This is it. I was like, well, can I have a different size? Like, we can't make it that size. I was like, okay, cool. I, he said, well, it's a little bit bigger. Nah, nigga, it was a whole lot bigger when it started printing out. But I didn't get to pre-see it yeah. because he was just trying to rush me to get me out. First of all... When you, as a person that cared about your job, like I don't know if these niggas make minimum wage or what, but when you, instead of wasting all your time, when you want to print out one, just one so the customer can look at it and be like, is this what you want? That dude was like, nah, fuck that, son. You need 30, I'm just printing out 30, and there you go. Second of all, we wanted something that was like 6x4 or something like that, something small. He was like, it's a little bit bigger. Yeah, it's a full sheet of paper. That's eight by eleven. It's a lot fucking big bigger. Yeah, it's not even close. No, the fuck is that? And, and then when I got in the car and I rolled, I started looking at it. I was like, shit, I don't think this is right. So I called Roger. I got phone Roger. I said, like, you know what? This shit was too much money. So I rolled back and I went back up there. I, and I got another dude. I was like, hey, this is not what I want. I want glossy paper. He's like, okay, so what he did, he reprinted on the same exact size. Well, still was a full sheet of paper. It was glossy earth. Did you tell him you wanted it smaller or just? Yes, and I was like, well, could you make it a, the, the, uh, the size? And he was like, well, I'll just do what was already done. And I was like, oh, okay, fine. So he turned around and he gave me the glossy paper, the glossy earth paper, but still a larger size. Yeah, now two things about this. One, it wasn't glossy enough. It yeah. still didn't match what I wanted it to look like. And Karen knows what we wanted it to look yeah. like. It didn't match what we wanted. Two, he still printed the shit the same size. And I think it's because Karen is nice. And like right now, she's talking all mean and shit. But no, yeah. she was up there I, I smiling nice. and being nice to him. Yeah, I was, I, was, I, was, I was nice because I, I knew that if I got ugly, it just wouldn't be pretty. And I, I, I didn't want to show out in there. So me and Roger went back up there together. Well, hold on before we get to that. So I was so like, I'm like, I, you know, I'm like, I'm, I'm coming home. I'm like, okay, cool, care, got that handled. I come home, I look at the paper. I'm like, no, this ain't. This is not what we wanted. This is no. like, and so, and this is what I want to tell people that try to be nice in these situations, especially when somebody else is dependent on you. Somebody yeah. asks you to do something. They, can you do this for me? Uh, Justin, can you stop by the store and get me almond milk? I need. That's what I need. You know, I'm whatever. I'm lactose intolerant. And you just come back with regular ass milk. And you go, well, what happened, Justin? Uh, well, the lady said that she didn't feel like going to the back and get the almond milk, so I just got this milk. Right. So you were nice to the stranger, but indirectly, you just told me to go fuck myself. <laughs> so, like, I'm telling, like, I'm looking at the paper, I'm like, Karen, maybe you need to think of this in the same terms, but with, by you appeasing this dude at the store, 
Cause he's just and he's just a lazy fuck who doesn't give a fuck about you and doesn't want to do his fucking job. That's all he is. It's not like he's really doing you a favor. He's he's doing you a favor by saying, "Yeah, suck my dick. Take what I printed out." That's what he's doing. So so me, the man who cooked for you two nights in a row and cares about you and pays for dinner and shit when we go out. Fuck me then. Apparently, <laughs> apparently I get whatever the fuck the dude making six twenty five and pop copy decides that I fucking get. I understand what you're saying. But I, I would have been more upset, like, why the fuck this dude couldn't just do what my woman asked him to do? No, no, no. Fuck him, too. Yeah. Just, yeah. The story didn't uh, end there. No, yeah, we but, I'm, but I'm saying yes. Karen, Karen's not a damsel in distress. Yeah. She could have made them do what she said or yeah. say, give me my fucking money back. Yeah, and that's, that's what Which is the same mean. right that everybody has. And, and then yeah. I'm, I'm telling this to everybody. Like, Karen, I know you want to skip over this, but I don't want to. I'm telling everybody <laughs> out there listening, don't be a pussy. Yeah. You, you want when you want something, you're the fucking customer, and you're not making some crazy, crazy request. You know the dude could have, because alternatively, the guy could have just said, "We can't do that." Yeah. And we could have said, "Okay, cool, we'll take our services somewhere yeah. where they yes. actually care about their customers and can do that." But I'm wrong when the dude mistreat me because he put p- pickles on my fucking food that I don't want. I didn't throw anything at him. <laughs> no, I, I didn't. Dis- but I you never- might would have if he got jazzed. You know? I never disrespected him as a person. <laughs> But um, threatened to punch a dude in the face. No, I didn't. <laughs> At the jail. Wait. <laughs> First of all, that's not even the same thing. I'm just saying. He's not a customer in my customer I'm service. I'm just saying. You, you threatened to punch a dude in the face. No, or no, no niggas, no niggas, we all get punched in the face. I'm getting wrong. That's so wrong. wrong. But these are like two whole, different situations. That's my whole point. Is that you will take it though, if need be. No, if, if, if need be. And that's what I'm saying. If, if you telling dude, like, give my money back, and he getting jazzed, like, nah, I don't think I want to give you your money back right now, sir. You will be like, listen. You ain't get my fucking money back. If he would have wanted to go there, then it could have went there. But in this case, I'm offered with recourse that will lead that. I have a lot of intervention before we get to that. You know what I'm saying? If it would have got to there, then yes. You jumped in there. Like, and what Justice is talking about is a few weeks ago, he was talking about how he was in Waffle House and dude was fucking up his order after he asked him politely not to a couple times. And finally, the dude, uh, didn't he just try to reheat your old food or something instead of cooking new food for you? He, he could, was like, just, why the fuck I gotta recook the food? Right. And it pissed me off at that point. Like, just cook my fucking food like I asked you the first So time. Justin threw his food at the dude. Now, my point is, there's a lot of shit, there's a lot of shit that can happen between throwing your food at the dude and him fucking up. But um, in this case, like you, I, like in every situation, I reserve the right to punch a nigga in the face. No, don't ever get that twisted. No niggas above getting punched in the face. That's my dude, right? My dude yeah. will punch somebody in the face. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, it could be Barack Obama. It's, it's a situation in this world where Barack Obama can catch one to the face if, if he act wrong. You know what I mean? But um, in this situation, you know, I'm like, let's resolve it through the proper channels. And, and this is going to sound even more fucked up, but part of me was... Wanting the confrontation because I was like, please say something. But you know, Karen was like, I'm gonna go in there. Um, can you please come with me? And I'm like, you know, because sometimes being a big black dude is intimidating, yes, it is enough where you really ain't gotta have a conversation. They just see me and I'm with her, and they're like, okay, whatever, man. But you know, I was hoping he would argue, like, we printed this out, this is what you said you wanted because I wanted to, you know, say something to him. But it's like, he seen me. And he immediately was like, yeah, we can refund that right away. Don't worry about it. And I'm like, okay, part of me is mad because I didn't get my confrontation. The other part is mad is that I know y'all don't give a fuck. Y'all just give people money back. Y'all printed out 
two, 60 pages yeah, of this shit that supposedly uh, cost a certain amount of money. Y'all yes. are about to throw this shit <laughs> in the Wait, trash. It don't do them no good. You not even about to pretend to be like, I'm sorry we fucked up or I don't know why we fucked up. He, he didn't give us a reason. He just straight up was like, you want your money back? Yeah, no problem. Like, we do this all the time. <laughs> we didn't do that at a car dealership. I can't believe that. Because I'm sure you went to the one right across, right behind the Burger King. Yeah, mm-hmm. we went to the nice and, one. And I'm like, I'm, I'm shocked to hear that. From this, A, from that store, and then B, on this side of town, too. Yeah. Because like Karen said, we out here with these white folks. Mm-hmm. And I, them white folks, I guarantee you, do not get treated like this. Well, I, the, the thing is, like, I, I wouldn't even call it a racial thing. Like, it was that, it was so, like, nonchalant. Like, yeah, they treated everybody like that because it was yeah. funny. It was this old man, yeah. and 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 I, and I and I was trying to keep my face straight. It was this old man because they have a lot of self stuff in there. So the old man put a dollar into the machine on his card because they all the machines are are self done. You can put your credit card, and you can take one of their little cards and put and put them in, and based off of the money, you can print your paper. So he put the dollar in, and the dollar wouldn't register. So he went over there. He was like, "Hey, my dollar won't register." And the dude was like, well, we can't do nothing about this. He went to go get the other dude. He was like, hey, the man said his, his, his dollar won't work. And so then they having a five-minute conversation. That old man said, look, I ain't got all damn day. Y'all better read yeah. I'm dying. <laughs> I'm old. And it was just I'm like, trying to print out some cancer flyers. And, and that's why I don't, Send my family some cards. And that's why I don't feel bad. I just think just the overall customer service is like that. Like, yeah, I don't think it matters the color of skin. They just don't give a shit. It, it's terrible, man. And like I said, but it's... Like, I've seen managers put up a fight at McDonald's for, hey, I wanted an extra ketchup and y'all ain't put no ketchup. Well, sir, we got ketchup right there. Why don't you just put some ketchup? Like, and it's over a 99 cent burger. And they're like, I ain't giving you no fucking money back. These dudes are like, yeah, whatever. And that shit was expensive. Yeah, like if it was racial, you would think they would be like, we give you your money back, nigga. Yeah, the, the, high, here. the high gloss. Once you walk out of the store, man, it's your purchase. That's right. Like, they didn't even fight. They were just like, give it back. Fuck it. You don't care. Go to somewhere that cares. You came with backup. Oh, so, man. You came with a pack of, you came with a pack of so, um, Also, Karen went to the dentist this week. Yes. And yeah, as people know, I went to the dentist. I talked about it on the show. It's fucked up. It's painful experience. And, you know, I, I felt very... Uh, very hurt afterwards. I I never had cavities since I was like eight, and I had two cavities, and it hurt, you know. And I, I clean my teeth constantly. I floss every night. I floss. A lot of people brush their teeth. I floss because that's the shit that matters. I'm about the pigs. Yeah, yeah. Well, I got the pigs. I got a fucking bag of pigs at home. I keep emergency pigs in the car and at work. Justin, it's not a fucking game. With these teeth. I keep my teeth. I take my choppers seriously, man. And these, and so I go there, man. They tell me I have two cavities. I'm just hurt. Like, damn, dog. And so I get, uh, I got one that had a, uh, some type of new filling they put that, like, feels like an enamel. It's not actual a metal or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I had, uh, another one that they put a crown on, which I've never had before. It's just, um, and, and it still doesn't feel like my tooth. You know, it feels like, it feels like a tooth, but it ain't mine. I like my tooth the most, <laughs> you know, and, and especially since my teeth never hurt, like I never felt a cavity, so I didn't. Well, that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I don't. I, it's better than the alternative, right? And, but that's also a sign you got good insurance. Does it just be the silver? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Well, oh, don't get me started on that. Actually, because now that they, they've done the the, the the tooth surgery or whatever, 
it's it, like they have to go back and put a permanent crown in in like two weeks. So I got a letter from the insurance company a couple of days ago, like we're reviewing that crown that you're getting. Uh, we're we'll let you know what's going on in a couple. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> the time to review is before half of my motherfucking tooth is missing. Say that yep. again. Like you ain't be reviewing now. Like oh, a porcelain crown. I don't know about that, buddy. Yeah, we're gonna have to well, stop this. What's the alternative? Over. What is the fucking alternative, sir? Uh, did I walk around toothless? Like they gonna come back and repo this crown? This fa- <laughs> they they repoing the the the, the uh, temporary crown at some point. You know I can't just be walking around Charlotte with eight teeth in my mouth. So like it's just, I don't know, dude. It's like well, I'm not gonna speak bad about the dentist because with my insurance I'm getting ready to get. I'm gonna get braces and everything. So yeah, they paying for it. So yeah, we I mean we have really good dental insurance. It's just I don't know why. They they question this charge, you know, but um, so Karen goes up there and she takes way less care of her teeth than I do. <laughs> I do brush them and stuff. But. I like she'll just go to she'll just like eat pizza and go to bed, and then she can she naps all the time. That's when the germs work. That's what I, my belief is. You go to sleep and then germs just pull out like pickaxes and start chomping down <laughs> on your teeth. You yeah, know? I, can't, I can't go to bed without brushing my teeth. I don't. Yeah, it's, right, it's, it's, like it's I get paranoid. That's a problem. Sometimes I just sit before I go to sleep. I just sit over there, and just be flossing my teeth and fall asleep. <laughs> but um, too much work. I just go to sleep. Karen didn't have any cavities. <laughs> None. Same toothpaste y'all use. Yeah. What the fuck, man? And like, I should be happy because I'm like, oh, that's cool. We can save that money. Uh, but part of me is like, no, son. How you gonna get off easy? That bitch made me suffer. They was cutting my gums and shit. That old lady was like, get up in there. Oh, are you flossing? I'm like, yes, bitch, I'm flossing. Why are you trying to Yo, kill my teeth? Because you know, yes, I fucking floss. I take care of my teeth. Yes. Don't be asking me these rough ass terrorist inter- interrogation hands. You know, what kind of techniques are you using? This is a, they need to hire that bitch at Gitmo. The dentist I had before the one I have now, the uh, hygienist, her breath is sustained. Oh, and yeah. that pissed me off. That fucking pissed me off. Oh. So I understand your pain, motherfuckers. Yeah. That don't take care of their teeth. <laughs> I was and so they, upset. And they got, they got. And like I said, teeth. I floss all the time. Why is she trying to floss? Why is she flossing so hard? Because I floss, <laughs> I floss my teeth good. Like I, my gums never bleed. After I floss, cause I get up in there, they tough. <laughs> this bitch was making me bleed. I was like, "Why are you doing this? Did I did I come late? Does I did I did I not brush my teeth before I got up here? Like, why are you being a jerk, man? Yo, I I keep the I even keep the little toothbrush and just spit on the side of the road. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Damn, yo, she was wrong for that, dog. Um. So, alright, man. Um, Karen, is it something extra you eat? Maybe it's the naps. Maybe the naps are. The naps are curing the, the cavities. <laughs> but I, I do take a lot better care of them than I used to. Man, I used to be terrible when I was a little kid. I told that I still got them old school metal feelings in there. Yeah, whatever. They must be saving you from cavities. <laughs> um, so, there's, I was also thinking randomly, too. Uh, there's no drug that streamlines somebody's life like crack. Uh-oh. Like, crack pretty much gets people down to the basic essentials of what they need to survive in a hurry. <laughs> like, you think about it, like, people that get addicted to crack, like, they only have two categories of shit. They have crack and shit they can sell for crack. That's it. That's all the shit they own. This shit gets me more crack and crack. Like, yes. They got life figured out, man. They See, do. Crack, crack gives you the key of life, and you don't realize it. 
Yes, it's like you can either sell this or smoke this. This is the only shit that I have in my house. Like I can smoke the TV, but I can you know, but I can also sell the TV, you know, to get shit to smoke. Like they, that's like crackheads are masters of efficiency in a in a way that is you would almost envy them if it wasn't for the crackheads. Yeah, they great negotiators, boy. They'll drop the price in a heartbeat. Yeah, they're the ultimate salesman. They don't take no for They hustle hard, no, dude. No, it's not an option. Every action they have throughout the day is to get them more crack. That's what I'm saying. They got life figured out, man. They don't, they're not worried about deals. Right. They're not stressed out about anything except getting more crack, which they will get. That's <laughs> you know right. What I mean? Like if they, if a crackhead takes a nap, because I don't think they sleep. I think they only take naps. That nap is designed I- to give them enough energy. To get back on the crack grind as soon as they can. And you know the thing is, it's not even the stress of getting the crack, but getting a good piece of crack. Yes, of yes. course. Because they know they're going to get some crack. They're gonna, right. That's, that's not... That's, that's, not that's preposterous to even propose that they might get, they might not get some crack. It's, it's the best. What type of crack am yeah. I fucking with today? <laughs> that's, that's more so their concern. Yeah. It's not about children. It's not about traffic, get it hit. Like, I, I envy, I envy, uh, I kind of envy crackheads and children. Because they both had that simple outlook on life. You know, kids, you know, are more, the more innocent type of simple outlook, you know. But crackheads are like, look, I'm a slave to this addiction. I give up. Fuck it. We about this crack over here. This is how we get down 24-7. Don't Take bring me around. Yeah, don't bring me around your silverware. Don't bring me. Don't let me see your car stereo. Don't bring me don't, food. Yeah, don't teach me your alarm code. That's crack to me. <laughs> All the shit in your house is looks like crack. You know what I mean? Oh, is that a platinum TV? Okay, <laughs> smoke that. Right, that is crack. No, I don't need a ride to the store. I can walk five miles. Right. I'm cool with that. Crack is crack <laughs> will make you realize that you don't need a car. You are like I'm driving around on five thousand dollars worth of crack. That is what crackheads are thinking. Wow. And, and, I can sell it for right for four hundred. Exactly. Because <laughs> exactly. no one has five thousand dollars. Right. By the time they sell it, they're like four hundred dollars worth of crack. <laughs> like a brand new Ultima. Yep, four hundred dollars straight cash. I need crack. You know what I mean? Yes, just, I will sign the paper over to you right now. This will get me high for two to three minutes. Appreciate it. I don't, I don't, Take me a good nap. Right? <laughs> and get Wake back up and on do my it again. They don't even have friends. They have friends and then they have shit they need for crack. Like, once you are not able to help them get more crack... Y'all ain't friends no more, dog. You're like, hey, hey, man, you can't be robbing from me. You gotta get the fuck out of the house. Then, oh, okay, well then, fine. Peace. And how did you watch New Jack City and still decide That's all I'm saying. That's Even all Friday, I'm saying. they had the girl that said, Craig, can right. I borrow your car? Can I borrow some sugar? You never see positive portrayals of crackheads in movies. I don't know yeah. why people, like, there's dare. Like, honestly, if you do crack, like, people that are starting crack today, what the fuck happened, man? <laughs> what happened? What did you? What infomercial did you miss, dog? It's crack, dog. We know, we know where this will end. You will yeah. be sucking from dicks within a month. You will be for sucking dicks for cheese. Yes, you'll be selling cheeseburgers, and sucking dicks in no time, dude. Crack is the ultimate streamlined drug. Yes, it is. You will be doing the basic necessities by the end of the week. Um, all right, this is the last random thought, man. Um, I was. I was watching somebody. Oh no, I was listening to Blacking It Up, and they were talking about the church and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I don't really go to church. Justin goes to church. Uh, Karen used to go. Um, 
doesn't it seem like it's harder? It should be. It should be harder for black people to be Christian than white people because of all the shit that we've experienced throughout our lives involving this religion. Like, and I'm not saying people need to be atheists and not down in nobody's faith. I'm just saying like black faith should count like twice. You know what I'm saying? Because like, because like this, they used to use that passage to be like, yeah, so niggas is slaves. Uh, yeah, the dark people, yeah, y'all are less than. That's why we can own you and fuck you and shit. And and we and we and we still came out of that and was like, you know what? I'm gonna pick this one. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and roll with y'all. Like, and we don't even get like a special favoritism in the Bible. Like, at least the Jewish people are like God's Tina Turner. You know what I mean? Like, he, he fucks with them and beats them up and puts them through hard times. But at the end, he's like, "But baby, I love you. Here's some flowers, okay? You chose people. I fucked with y'all. But everybody else, God is like, yeah, man. So you know, proud tribulations, flat out. And, and but somehow, you know, we, we tough it out as a people. We are probably uh. The, the most religious, if not maybe next to Latinos now, but we were definitely yeah. were the most religious in America for a long yeah, period of time. Latinos got us beat. You hear people try to justify it and be like, "Well, we're we're original man. We, yeah. know, God, you know, God was made. Jesus is black man's image, right? Um, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, when we were kids, man, how many white pictures of Jesus and God did you see as a kid? <laughs> like it's a miracle. Oh, it's a miracle that black we, churches. You see yes. white pictures of Jesus. Like it's a miracle that we like. As a people, we have stayed this religious this long. Like that's that is really impressive. Cause this is so many times. Like I remember the first time I seen like white Jesus and white God. I was like, hmm, something is odd about this. Didn't I, Mom? You said all this book took place in Africa, right? Egypt, Egypt's in Africa, right? We okay. Don't, we don't give up, man. But like this Jesus ain't got no woolly hair like mine. Right? Where's his woolly hair, Mom? Yeah, we don't give up. Like even as slaves, we didn't give up. We was like, um, I'm not gonna stop being a slave just yet. Right. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna wait for someone to say I can stop being a slave. Right. Because I'm, I'm not gonna quit. It's just very, it's such a weird thing to me, man. Because like we like we'll fight against it or whatever, but we more than anybody else should know it can be used for evil. So we like we gotta be up on it. So when you see people like riding for Eddie Long and shit, it's like, come on, nigga. You know that you can use the book for bad too. Go to the next church and start over or get get on a new dude that you trust. But don't stay here for this dude, man. Why? We we already know how it goes down. Yo, I laughed at that clip again for like three hours straight with the lady talking about it's just people trying to bring the bishop down. Yeah. <laughs> just some hater. You know, I believe God sends me messages. I talk to God, we talk and he shares things with me. And he would have showed me that Bishop was doing something wrong and he didn't show that to me so I don't believe it. Right. I was like, bitch, he showed you on the news. <laughs> that was your message. If oh, you didn't get it, wow. You didn't. I laughed I laugh for hours. Wow. And the sad part about that is what does he have to do does he have to be caught fucking the boy for you go, oh, Oh, no, that's shit. acceptable, too. Yeah, like, I, I really don't know what they can do. But anyway, I mean, I didn't mean to get too much on religion, but it just reminded me, like, at least, like, the Jewish people got something. Like, they can always fall back to, like, that's just God being God. You know, at the end of the day, we his, we his niggas, dog. He got us. Which is crazy, because Jehovah's Witnesses don't. Uh, right. Like, it don't had, matter. Yeah, no dude. Special like most. Yeah, Jews. You know what I mean? Like it's nothing Jewish like as the chosen people, there's nothing they can do to not go to heaven, dog. Like <laughs> they they be like, I don't even believe in that shit though. 
Yeah, man, well, in our book, <laughs> it doesn't matter what you believe. You need to go. I got to work my way in. You know, I got to grease the nigga at the gates. <laughs> hey, man, here's a $20. Let me in, Paul. You know what I'm saying? Paul! Paul, what up, son? I got to drink the blood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Once a month. I told you I'm going I'm to try to do the infinite nigga dap all the way into heaven, man. <laughs> Just dap that nigga at the door. Like, yo, son. <laughs> That's how I got. That's how I got my man in this on um, Y yesterday. Yeah, that's how you get in some places, man. A lot of people don't know. A lot of people don't know how to get in, man. Sometimes you just gotta give him the infinite nigga that, man. Like, yo, dog, I know you know me. Um, so actually, uh, Patrice C sent me something, man. Mm -hmm. I, I want to check this out. It, it, it's the contracts that people have to sign in order to go on the real world. Uh oh. Yeah, yeah. She uh she mentioned me in a post. Let me check my updates real quick. But um she mentioned me in a post on Google Plus. Uh, yeah, you can find us on Google Plus. Um I am Rodimus, first name, last name, Prime. I'm say that again, say that again. And uh she she sent me this, so you know of course we love Patrice here. Um they have obtained a copy of MTV's standard real world cast member contract. And we always talk about these reality shows and what kind of deal must they be signing mm -hmm. and what can they do and what can't they do. And so now we have a list, so let's go through it real quick. Under the stipulations of the following standard contract with participants in the real world, the granddaddy of all reality shows after cops agree to the following terms. You may die, lose limbs, and suffer nervous breakdowns. Wow. Damn, they, they start off strong. They're like, hey, this is what you signed. <laughs> yeah, you can die. Part, part one. Lose <laughs> limbs. Well, and clause A. A nervous breakdown. Clause A. If somebody cuts your arm off, you're bad. Sign sign <laughs> here, please. Um, so they take no responsibility. If you undergo any medical procedures while involved in the show that carry the risk of infection, uh, disfigurement, or death, then they can't. And now that's fucked up too because sometimes they do stuff for them. Mm -hmm. You know? But yeah, it's like, and some of these shows, I'm sure they're making people sign similar contracts. Like when they're like, true life, I used to be fat. And they'd be like, okay, we'll get you lap band surgery and we'll do this and we'll do that. If you die from that shit, you signed that shit away already, dog. Woo! You may be humiliated and explicitly portrayed in a false light. Well, damn. At least they're being truthful. They telling you up front, we will make you look like an asshole. <laughs> and you will be humiliated from it. Oh well. <laughs> um, producers are under no obligation to conduct background checks on your fellow cast members. Wow. So you have no idea if you could commit felonies, if they were committed rape, if they yep. sexual predators. Wow. If you contract AIDS or other STDs while filming God while filming gonorrhea, herpes, syphilis, pelvic inflammatory disease, chlamydia, scabies, crabs, hepatitis, genital warts, and other communicable sexual transmitted diseases or pregnancy, MTV is not responsible. Well, damn. So they will let you fuck, but you gotta deal with that on your own. Um, now, no, I, that one I'm actually, I don't, that doesn't bother me at all. I and mean, honestly, you gotta take more responsibility, responsibility with your sexual that's life. That's right. Um, Interacting with other cast members carries the risk of non-consensual physical contact, <laughs> which means an ass whooping. Okay. Or if you should if you should contract AIDS, 
Now, that sounds like rape. <laughs> I don't know how many fist fights you catch an age from, dog. <laughs> Ain't nobody ever, oh, you cut my you cut my, my thumb. Now let me bleed it to your mouth. <laughs> uh, like, this dude, like, clearly they're, they're talking about, like, rape and shit. During such an interaction, MTV is not responsible. So technically, you could get raped live on TV, and MTV could sit there and film the whole thing and be like, uh uh-uh, uh, you know the rules. Yeah, because we don't, they don't, I guess they, because they never call the police. Right. You don't have STDs, but except that other people on the show might. Yeah, they ain't doing a fucking background check. You're not pregnant, and you won't become pregnant during the show or, or before the show's done filming. If you do become pregnant, you'll tell the producer immediately, and pregnancy is ground for dismissal. So you get pregnant on a reality show, possibly from sleeping with a inmate, uh, roommate, possibly from non-consensual physical contact. You go, hey, I, MTV, I've been having sex non-consensually, and they go, we don't give a fuck what you get raped. Oh, you know that's in the contract. Yeah, well, I, I caught HIV. Well, that's in the contract too. You run the risk of catching HIV. We didn't promise you couldn't catch HIV. You signed that away. Yeah, but I'm also pregnant. Whoa, bitch, you gotta go. The <laughs> fuck out of here. We we in the halfway house. And I, but I don't get that. Like why? Like they don't. It's not. They they not gonna have to send out two checks at that point. You right. I don't know. <laughs> it's like a check and a half. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They have to pay child support. <laughs> um, if you get kicked off the show, it will be filmed. So you can't just like slide out the door. <laughs> like they're like, no, you can leave, but first let's kick your ass out. You can't change your physical appearance during filming without the producer's express permission. So you want to start getting a bald head? Couldn't you hear any of that stuff? Now your ass is fucked, son. You can't do that. Your email may be monitored during participation. No, it says you grant the producer blanket rights. Oh, where am I? To your life story. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, you grant the producer blanket rights to your life story, so they get to tell your life story, which is, like, people think that's not a big deal, but if you are to, able to go on and do something else and try to say, okay, now I'm famous, I want to do my own biography or something, mm, you gave them rights up, dog. You signed your life story away to be on season 20 million of The Real World. Um, the producer can pretty much do anything they want with your life story, including misrepresenting. Wow. That's blatantly in the word for word. Your email may be monitored during participation. Uh, you promise not to hide from the cameras in establishments that where they can't film, which is why they kept going to like the same club in Vegas. Because uh, that was the only club attached to the, the hotel where they were staying. Okay. And other, you know, it's Vegas. They're not, everybody not just letting you come in there and film Say what's going again. on in there. Nope. Um, yeah, they, they don't need publicity. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, the production crew. Oh, wait. You authorize the producer to have total access to your school records, government forms, and your credit history. Wow. Why? Why do they even need any of that? So it says here you got a D, Tyler. Uh, also, they you only have a 500 cast. credit score? Because they leak it to the other cast members. <laughs> right. That's what they do. They slide in there and they be like, I know y'all talked about going to buy a car today. Goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't hear it here. We're going to edit this part out. <laughs> and now your life story is that you used to be a prostitute. What? That's not true. Oh, well. Oh, well. Try not to catch AIDS after you get raped. <laughs> I can misrepresent you. If you get pregnant, you got to go. Um... So, uh, the production crew can show up at your personal house at any time 
to film and or to take anything they want as long as they return the objects once production has ended. Wow, you sound over all your rights. Why are we even mad about Homeland Security and the Patriot Act? MTV got all the rights. These motherfuckers can come to your house. This is just the beginning of the contract, though. Right, they can just come to your house and be like, yeah, man, we want your car. No, no, don't worry. As long as we give it back with this. The, the end of production. What's that? Four months? Right. Once we give it back at the end of production, it's cool. It's in the contract. Wow. People want to be on TV that bad? It is not that serious to me. Under ordinary circumstances, all of this will be considered a serious invasion of privacy. So they actually put that line in the contract like, normally, <laughs> this is fucked up. Yes. But you did sign it. Yes, you did. For... For one year after the show's final episode airs, <laughs> cast members are required to participate in all producer-determined press and forbidden from engaging in any media, radio, television, chat rooms, blogs, without the producer's written permission. So maybe that's why we couldn't get uh, Leroy on our show. Like, he probably had to cancel because we're a podcast and unless they consent that he can do it, he can't just do it. Um... The producer holds the authorship and copyright to every photograph, email, website sound, or video recording, documented performance created in relation to the program on every medium imaginable. Damn, that's say imaginable. That means past, present, and future shit. Shit that ain't even been invented yet. They're like, we own that, dog. Uh, and then how can you prove that something's not related to the show? Because, like, if say I'm a country western singer and I perform a concert, but... Everybody knows me as John from the real world. Do they get? Can they take me to court and fight for that? Like uh, you wouldn't have been doing that concert without us, dog. I bet you they can. And that's for how long? A year, up to a year after the show ended. Well, no, that one, that one doesn't even have a, a, time. a time on it. But but they can like uh, what is this? The other one was for a year. You had to participate in Always. events and press. This one was just like Always. if you ever that's make some money off. Yeah, you yeah, make some you money in your what? life that might be MTV related. We own that. Yeah, and I think uh, a lot of people do that, like uh, because they were saying that they changed the contracts for um, American Idol after Jennifer Hudson got kicked off. Uh, because uh, she went and blew up, and they couldn't get a dime from her because they didn't have that circulation in the, in the paper. So your girl from Ratchet Ball Wise, she probably she had to get permission to be on Ratchet Ball Wise because she's mostly Ten. known. Yeah. yeah, I bet she did. I bet she um, did. Oh, maybe yeah. this was before because you know her yeah. her shit was like one of the first couple seasons. Yeah. So Who knows not, how elaborate the contract yeah. is now compared to then? I bet you it's not the same. But um, let's see what else we have here. We almost done. Uh, you're obligated to participate in a reunion special for up to five years after the show ends. You will be paid uh, $2,500 for your involvement. And the producer only has to give you 14 days notice. So they have to be like, look, be back in New Orleans in 14 days. We'll give you $2,500 to fill the reunion. Well, my wife is pregnant, and I want to be there for the birth of my child. Well, you shouldn't have signed the contract then, should you, dumbass? Now get your black ass back here. Well, they know these people aren't ever going to have an actual job that they have to take <laughs> off yes, Well, last time I was on the show, I caught AIDS and I was raped. Yes, but you didn't get pregnant, so you weren't kicked off. Now get your ass back here. <laughs> uh, you're required to participate in book or home video projects for two years after the show ends, and you'll be paid $750 for each one. So I don't know what a book or... I mean, obviously, they're not publishing real-world books, but um, I don't know what the home video projects are. 
Also worth noting, while you're on the show, you're responsible for all long-distance phone charges. Damn. <laughs> wow. Damn. It's fucked up because they they're not allowed to have cell phones. Right. That is so fucked up. Like, how long are they on the phone anyway? And you know all those motherfuckers are from out of town. And they always have, like, the boyfriend back home. Like, how much is that costing to call that boyfriend back home that you're eventually going to cheat on in a couple of weeks? And you, but, you know, I guess... <laughs> no, what do they cheat? It's saving them money. I guess now it's making sense, too, why the people always call them and they rarely call people back. Yeah. The explicit list of physical tasks you might be subjected to enumerated in the contract include traveling by air whether by helicopter commercial airliner glider private aircraft or otherwise <laughs> train and or automobile as well as strenuous and or dangerous and or mental activity which can be dangerous for a lot of the people that go in the real world mental yes. activity can really hurt them including but not limited to horseback riding jogging bicycling motorcycling exercise and or weight equipment, skydiving, swimming, bungee jumping, parasailing, snorkeling, jet skiing, amusement park activities, rock climbing, engaging in contact sports, hiking, kayaking, and boating. Whoa. So you can get hurt doing shit that we tell you to do. And they went into specifics. And them motherfuckers be like, well, I've always wanted to try this, but I've been afraid of heights. But today I'm going to climb that mountain. For free. No, the motherfuckers right. making you do it. For free and at risk to my body that I have to pay wow. for And myself. that shit is 30 pages. That says one of 30. Yeah, they have 30 pages of a contract. But, alright, let's 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 get into some news. And we know the motherfuckers did not read all of the first page. Hey, you know no. So, um, mother accused of holding 10-year-old bully while 7-year-old daughters get revenge. <laughs> wow. A youth center worker worried about, uh, worker and his wife. Worried about bullying, faces charged, face charges for helping their daughters fight back. Um, Latin, Latina Fitzgerald, of course she's black. I hope, yeah, she is. Latina Fitzgerald denied any wrongdoing after a dispute at Peak Skills uh, Kali Youth Center where she took her seven-year-old twins, Ania and Amia. Why do people do that to their twins? Name them some different, like, don't you think they're going to want to have, more than anything else, different names. different personalities as they grow yes. up? Like, I'm, me and my brother, you know, we're not twins, but, you know, as visually you do get that, like, individual streak in you. Like, I want to be my own man, away from the family, people need just, we already got, like, close, real close names. Mm-hmm. Like, why not just, you know, you want that individuality. Why would you name twins Amia and Ania? You know they're going to not want to be affiliated with that shit when they get older. But um, so she took them to confront a ten-year-old girl who who uh they they said bullied them. Uh, I did not even touch her. The only thing I said to her was leave my kids alone, which really is not the way to solve bullying. No. So I'm not even inclined to believe her. But that's not the way you solve bullying. You go to other adults. Yeah, actually, you know, maybe she was telling the truth. We'll see. Police said words got heated and then things turned physical. The 10-year-old alleges that she was held by the mother of the other girls and the parents allowed their two daughters to assault her while she was being held. Cops said Fitzgerald's husband, Samuel Randolph, oh, I love how when they throw that shade in there for black couples and they always be like, they ain't got the same last name. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) he's not the father. Anyway, uh... Um, so well, Samuel Ran- <laughs> Well, how do things become difficult? Like, it's a 10-year-old child they're talking to. <laughs> it's a 10-year-old badass child. And everything with a bad well, kid. their version of bad. We don't really know. Trust me, it's bad. Um, 
So they said this, the husband threw a chair that hit the 10 year old in the back. Fuck this WWE? Right, yeah, well, sometimes somebody gotta throw a chair at a motherfucker. What did I tell you, Justin? There's a reason to punch everybody in the face. Everybody. Nobody is beyond the yeah, But it's understandable that a 10-year-old might punch another 10-year-old. Nah, but not reason. you as a grown-ass man. It's a good reason. It's a good reason. punch a 10-year-old. Randolph. But I won't cross that line. Randolph. This is a quick bullying. Randolph works at the youth center. <laughs> <laughs> well, damn. He's like, I'm on my lunch break. Come here, bitch. Don't chair. <laughs> the director said it was appropriate... Uh, for the cost of foul charges. Anytime children are involved with safety, you have to protect them, said Jasper Kane. It just sends such a terrible message when you see kids see parents behaving in this way. Um, Fitzgerald said she and Randolph have taken, have talked repeatedly to the alleged bully and her mom and thought it was time for their kids to fight back. Now, see, I do believe that this is a bad kid and I also believe her mom probably ain't shit. I don't think anybody's right in this story, Mm-mm. but it sounds like uh, the the kid is bad too. Um, he told Ania to hit the girl back, and that would be the end of it, and to leave her alone. The little girl got out the chair and slapped my daughter right in front of us. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He, he threw a, he threw a chair at a, a little girl first of all. Like, not even just a 10-year-old, but a girl. Well, that's what caused the outbreak, is Girls that... can take ass he said, too now. He sat her down and said, listen, little buddy, stop fucking with my kids, okay? And little buddy was like, whatever. He said, now listen, I'm gonna let Ania hit you back, and that'll be the end of it, little buddy, okay? You got it? You 10? They 7? This ain't right! Now leave him alone. Now go ahead, Ania, hit her back. And the 10-year-old got out the chair and slapped his daughter in front of him. Now, in that instant... As a parent, your kids' respect is on the line. And I'm mad at my kids. Your kid. I got two of them. Just got slapped. Y'all can't fight? Your kid just got slapped Seven in your goddamn face in front of everybody at your job. And I'm not saying he should have did it. No, he shouldn't have did it. But, but goddamn, I, I don't understand, dog. I'm sorry. I, I could have lost it for a second, too. Hey, my kid, I would be on my kid if I hit her ass back. It's two of y'all. But they, they think you a pussy now, too. Right. Come on, man. They think, but I'm saying, obviously. If that was your brother, you know you couldn't have went home. You know your dad would be like, oh, you ain't help your brother? You yeah, still that's there true. Watch your that's true. But this dude obviously ain't built like my dad. <laughs> so he threw a chair because he had to get his respect back somehow. <laughs> or else them kids would never look at him the same, dog. Right. That's right. When they get 15 and shit, they, I'm going out to suck dick, dad. Peace. No, Anil, you can't do that. Which one are you, Anil or Mia? I should, why did we name y'all that? That was stupid as shit. Listen, y'all, y'all, your mama. you can't just be going out here sucking dick. Well, then, you gonna stand up to me, Dad? Like you didn't stand up to that girl who slapped me in front of your face at your job? I needed that job. Now, if it was the girl's Here's parent... Here's $20. Go suck some dick. If it was the girl's parent that slapped them, yes, by all means, set it off up in that piece. Right. But throw the chair at the 10-year-old. Everyone involved at least, lives, He could have at least took his bet off and whooped him. Every, that I would have understood. Uh, uh, Every, uh, everyone uh, involved lives in the same public housing complex. <laughs> well, damn, they this place not a brawl. That means project. But you know, those that don't understand don't know it's probably the lingual. Fitzgerald said to help defuse tensions. She has sent her daughters to live with the family in Connecticut. Yeah, because that was going to get real ugly. The couple was hit with endangerment charges and a restraining order to keep away from the 10-year-old. 
The accused couple is now waiting to find out if Randolph will lose his job at the community center. Of course, he hit a child with a chair. I would, but the, you know what? The, the be fun, to be honest though, at the beginning, I thought it was just the woman held the little ten year old and let her daughters beat her up. I was actually for that. I one hundred percent was like, you know what? Fuck that little kid. Stop bullying people. This is how you learn. Now you're being bullied. Does like it? Doesn't feel good, does it? But uh, if he really threw a chair at her, which is questionable at best, <laughs> like if he threw a straight up chair, of course he fucked up and he's going to prison or jail or something. Mm-hmm. But if he like, I was I suspect that what happened is he went over there to lunge at her and maybe the chair fell over there or something and now it's like cause she's already a bully and you know she got bad parents that probably don't protect her shit. at all yeah, yeah they probably don't discipline her at all mm-hmm. and they're like that man came up there and was gonna let those babies hit you it's like yes mom like I hit babies at school all day every yeah. day you don't do shit about it cause yeah. you're a terrible parent and I, I take it back to he probably doesn't wear a belt and his pants probably right. sag that's why he didn't whoop her yeah. but if he had a belt on well, I wear belts. I would have beat that child. Yeah, ass. I don't have kids, but I can't I'm imagine somebody hitting my so kid. I'm so glad I don't, cause I, I, I would probably snap. Yeah, I think I would snap. Me you too. hit my daughter in front of me. Fuck you. I don't care how old you are. That doesn't happen in front of me. I know that's more disrespectful to me than them. You might take your belt off and whoop me. I don't. See yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't. I, first, throwing a chair is kind of a bitch move, no matter who you are. Like there's never well, there's always a good situation to do something, but there's not there's not many situations where throwing a chair is just the move I would want to do first. Nope. You know, especially that's something you do to a nigga that's bigger than you. Throw the chair and then you come right behind that bitch. Yep. Not to a ten year old. But he must have just lost it, man. Um, here's a quick story. I'm not reading all of this. Uh Indian man identified as Rayula or Rayalu. Rayalu, okay. Was admitted he, he did on Street Fighter? <laughs> uh, he does how to open. Was admitted to a hospital near Bhopal uh, after complaining of severe stomach pains. Doctors suspected a normal hernia, but when they carried out an expo- exploratory operation, they were shocked to discover that it had been caused by a female uterus, <laughs> ovaries, fallopian tubes, a cervix, and underdeveloped vaginal tissue. What? That's right. Like they opened up this dude. So he has a penis. Uh, I don't know. Doctor Kumar Shavis Dastava. I don't know. A surgeon at the. Ch- oh, I hate Indians. Why don't, why don't y'all name y'all shit one syllable words? Chihindawara District Hospital said the patient had external male organs, was fit from working on the in the field and lived a normal life. So he had a dick. He looked oh, like so a dude. He had been born like this. But inside he had a vagina. Oh, yeah. When you see that, what do you say? Like, oh shit! Right? Like, what do you call at that point? They started doing surgery and they just opened up and they was like, "Wow, uh, this guy's a, a little bit of a pussy." Cause you, literally, <laughs> you the specialist though. Who do you call at that point? Like, you're the specialist. You, you're the first one that's seen it. Who do you call? Yeah. Like, okay, what the fuck do I do Apparently now? Apparently, we call? need a, a gynecologist. Yeah, <laughs> we need an OG. We need a gynecologist. <laughs> Apparently, this dude is a bitch. <laughs> uh, you think he was on his period? That's why he was hurting. He's like, take two my dog, man. Uh, uh, usually, the contents of the hernia sac are abdomen or- organs, like large intestines and small intestines. But when we operated on the patients, we were surprised to find female reproductive organs. 
We have removed the organs through a hysterectomy and repaired the hernia. Wow. Um, but wow. didn't need those parts? Like, he's had them for years? Yeah. Seems like when you start taking shit out, uh, <laughs> your body's not going to function the same. And, no, now has, and, I, and I wonder, um, a lot of my family members have had a full apostrophe hysterectomy. I wonder, does he have to take, like, medication? Because, you know, his hormonals, may, you know, his hormones may go out of balance. Yeah, maybe now. he needed those hormones. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so he's going to grow titties? Yeah. Maybe so. Yeah. If you take them pills, he will. So, have a seat over there because this next story. For a guy that made a living catching people out of misbehaving on camera, you think he might be a little more discreet when it came to his own life. But RadarOnline.com can reveal that to catch a predator host, Chris Hansen, has been caught cheating on his long-suffering wife a second time. Yeah, why did he get married then? I don't know why I got married. For the cookies? Maybe she makes really good cookies. Yeah. Well, there's always that wedding cake. And made great lemonade. Um, The National Enquirer uh, is reporting that the 51-year-old married father of two embarked on a steamy steamy six-month affair with Kathleen Collins, a stripper that he met in Las Vegas early 2011. Well, damn. This is recent. Yes. Like, he was... So, that means he got caught cheating... And kept this one going on for a while. And then got caught again. Yeah, he was like, oh, she's down fine about this? Okay, cool. I'm yeah. good. He's like, what? oh, y'all found about my other woman? But that's cool, because now I'm with my other other woman. Wow. <laughs> you know, and I don't think Chris Hansen realized how big and how his face is recognizable. Uh, according, according to the Inquirer, the petite blonde fell hard for Hansen and was floored when, he disco- when she discovered that he had also been carrying on him an extramarital fling from another woman, Christine Cadell, a 30-year-old TV news reporter. So, see, this was his real jump off. Like he had, oh. he had like his other, his side chick. Yeah. That was that was the reporter. She was respectable. He could take her places. Yeah. Then he had his his other chip that was a stripper that yeah. he kept on the low. You know, wow. that's the thing. Like he probably got multiples, but he oh. didn't know how to keep his woman in line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you need more uh, cameras. Like normally, for him to be organized, you know, he needs cameras and uh, people that want computers and stuff. Because even then, I remember back when he did to catch a predator. Sometimes he would fuck up on them. He'd be like, "Oh yeah, aren't you sexy, little girl, hundred thirty-seven?" Be like, "No, oh, you're not." Uh, hold on. Are you uh, baby fucker three? Yes, that's me. <laughs> you know, it's like, and that was with all the resources of TV news behind him. <laughs> you know the one thing Chris Brown did did he did do was that he lets you know that if you beat your woman, you can keep her in line and she yeah. will love you forever. Cause Rihanna didn't want to leave him. So apparently, police are on the hunt for an apologetic thief who was so remorseful after stealing a woman's purse that he returned his contents along with the extra ten dollars and a lengthy apology letter. Wow. Police said the thief dubbed the remorseful robber. Had a change of heart after his thievery made headlines. So he's like the Batman criminal. He got like his own name. And he's like, oh shit, I'm on TV. I better return this. The remorseful robber. The thief reportedly <laughs> stole the purse July 18th at uh, this market. Um, the victim told police that her purse was taken from the seat of her shopping cart. The purse was later found in another shopping cart under toilet paper. But the woman's wallet contained $90 and her GPS were missing. The one. Wa- Hmm, you think they would have some kind of program where you can track your GPS? Yeah. And be like, this thing is right here. 
Um, ah, the woman then informed the police on July 21st that she received a notice from the post office in Massachusetts stating that her wallet had made its way there and would be sent to her. But the strangest twist came on July 26th when the woman heard a knock at her door around 8 p.m. She opened the door and found the thief standing there holding her GPS and her money. The Jones said the man said he was sorry and then put the cash, GPS, and the apology letter on the ground before running off. He decided to return the items after the case hit the media. He also gave her an extra $10 and a new cord for the GPS. In the letter, the thief wrote, To the lady I have victimized. Of course, he spelled it wrong. Because he's, he's a thief. He's not an English professor. I, I sincerely apologize. Also spelled wrong. For what I have done to you last week. I have never stolen from any individual. This was out of character for me. I can't get this out of my head, so I'm returning your GPS with an extra charger. Also giving back $90 plus 10 and I dropped your wallet in the mailbox, which I hope you received this with nothing missing. This, this is no excuse for me for what I've done, but I feel better if you know that I did not go there for that. I was shopping. I walked by your purse, which was unattended for about 10 minutes in the aisle. Damn, I like, lady. I like, first of all, I like how he kind of put it on her. <laughs> He's like, yeah, so I walked by your purse, which, let's be honest, you didn't give a fuck about it, okay? Yeah, so maybe it wasn't me. It was going to be somebody. somebody. Um... I did not follow you or stalk you or even know what you look like. I just waited and then it got stupid when no one came for it. I hope you can believe me when I tell you this will not happen again. I am sorry a million times over. I have some problems that I need to fix before I lose everything. Sorry and thank you. Also, I need to lose about 10 to 15 pounds. Do you know any good diets? Signs. <laughs> yeah. Sign Larry John. Yeah, he signed it stupid for real. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you, Sir Larry Johnson, 740, Wookamore Ave. <laughs> Why the fuck would he show up at our house? Right. Why not leave it in the mailbox or something? But but you know what's funny to me, dude, is it's just proof that white people can't do robbery right. Now, this is not, you don't listen, white people. I know y'all love cheese and whatnot, but this is not how you rob people. If you're going to take the money, you don't give it back with more money. Robbery, uh, uh, uh. robbery is supposed to make she, your pockets go up. got it back with a 10% interest. Yeah, your, your pockets are supposed to go up. Robbery is not an investment that somebody is making in you for you to return them with a uh, profit. Uh. Robbery is your profit motive. You take from them and it doesn't cost you anything. Has so. Bernie Madoff not taught you anything? Seriously. It's like they can only do white collar crime. I'm tired of white people messing. Just leave the, leave the bad, the, 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 the physical... Armed assaults and the 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 the, the 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 what do you call it? Uh, shoplifting, mm-hmm. yeah. pickpocketing. Leave that to the minorities, please, white people. You're fucking it uh, up. Yeah, the petty crimes. Leave the petty crimes. Yeah, the yeah. only time I see white thieves on TV is is on TV when they yeah. do like you know when they do that PC thing that they do like Spider Man. The mugger has to always be white, like some yeah. white dude who like they never have. He's the corny typical, looking. Yeah. And- all uncoordinated, tripping over people. Yeah, leave those crimes to the, to the professionals, please. Um, Fort Pierce woman says she pulled out a pirate sword in a crotch-cutting incident. <laughs> so they got all kinds of swords now. Now we got pirate swords. Wow. A woman accused of an apparent pirate, uh, wielding an apparent pirate sword was arrested after her husband's britches wound up with an aeration hole sliced in the genital area. <laughs> a 44-year-old man identified by the Fort Pierce police said uh, as the victim 
apparently was wearing pants when his wife, Kathy Denise Smith, held the small pirate type sword and and the aeration hole was created. So she what, did she say, nigga, your pants too? She high? stabbed him in the pants. She said, let your balls this, breathe. They said like it's miraculous. Like they don't know how. It yeah, just like it's science. Let your balls breathe, can maybe she was just trying to yeah aerate his balls. Yes, it's called aeration hole. That could be what could be described as a case that's too close for comfort. Went down, <laughs> went down July 31st, and uh, sent Smith to jail on a felony charge. Police were dispatched to an address in the area of 600 block of Dundas Court following a domestic dispute involving a sword. So now the women had the swords. You see me, men? Listen, what do they have to do? Cut your dick off before y'all wake up and realize the sword ratchetness has to stop. We need laws on the books to stop this shit. Yeah, man. So she said that she, uh, Smith said she had the sword, but that she put it away. She said, she said, yeah, and put it away into his balls. And she argued that with ah. her husband because she thought that she he thought that she was a floozy flaunting herself around town, cheating on him. Now I'm looking at this woman. No one's cheating with her, okay? Let's just say that's a lie. A report states a floozy is a vulgar, sleazy woman, especially a prostitute, according to Webster's uh, dictionary. Did y'all have to say that? Yeah, apparently this writer had time on his hands. Yes. Uh... Smith said she grew very upset pulling out a small tire type sword and carried it <laughs> as they argued. Smith, wow. said, Smith said her husband... Now, how do you keep arguing with a woman with a sword? That's what I want to know. Because I love Karen and Deb. She pulled out a sword, argument over. <laughs> Until that sword is down, we don't need to discuss this any further. I'm not risking my balls getting aerated because I needed a point to make. <laughs> like men, men are like they say women are crazy. Men are stupid too, cause yeah. we're slaves to logic. You need to understand my point. I know you have a sword that has nothing to do with logically step eight on my balls. Yep. <laughs> You'll get the point, all right. Yeah, get her um, point. So uh, <laughs> this this jail this jail deputy um, is accused of inappropriate behavior toward female inmates in a case with, with claims of topless dancing inmates. An orgy-like atmosphere and a text message photo of a penis alongside a toothbrush. Ah! What's the toothbrush for? I thought to see how long it is. So you think you used it for scale? For measuring, yes. What if it's a mini toothbrush, like a travel toothbrush? It's like, my penis is huge, son. That's at least 27 inches right there. Why only getting counseling? Right. Yeah, why is he only getting counseled? Why didn't he lose his up? job? Yeah, he needed to be locked up in charge for this bullshit. He's like, yeah, you see, I, I gave you a picture of my penis and my penis brush, and this is how you would pay me? <laughs> I brush it every day. I use whiteness in this yes. piece. My on. penis has never had cactus. <laughs> <laughs> I use baking soda on my penis. Deputy Mason Chibnick was found to have violated the code of ethics uh, failed to use good judgment and engaged in conduct unbecoming of a BSO employee. He was given a counseling slip advising him of the policies like he wasn't aware that promoting strip poker, orgies, and sending dick pics to inmates. What did he just say? I, I didn't know I could do that? That's not, I guess so. That's not illegal. Like he just looked at it and was like, oh wait, there's a brochure of the policies? Well, I, no one told me. So, oh, okay, so don't fuck the inmates? Okay. Okay, I see. I guarantee you he said that, like, there's no rule that says I couldn't do these things. Right. <laughs> I, I, I see what you're on to here. 
you, you don't want orgies. Okay. Well, shit, I had watched some, some films, and I thought that's how it went. I, my bad. That's my bad, dog. You know what? I'll do some, I'll put myself on timeout. I will go to my own room, and I'm not going to play. I'll play PlayStation, but I'm not going to play God of War. I'm just going to play the games I don't like, Mom. <laughs> Chimnik didn't respond to a request for comment, but he denied any appropriate, inappropriate contact or behavior in a sworn BSO statement telling investigators that if he were to return to his assignment with a female ins- inmate, he would not do anything differently. Well, I don't They should fire this nigga. Yes! You at least had to be smart He indirectly saying, I'm not sorry for this shit. Yeah. I saw titties and I'm glad. I and I will I watch them again. Among the allegations made by inmates or colleagues at Paul Wren Detention Facility in Pompano, Pompano uh, that he passed greetings to inmates via a colleague, watched inmates perform sex acts on each other, tracked the inmate down on Facebook after she was released, text messaged a photo of his penis alongside a toothbrush to a, to the sister of one former inmate, entered a closet with a female inmate, sat on an inmate's bunk bed, claimed inmates were all over him after he lost 50 pounds and allowed a permissive, wild atmosphere when he was in charge, inmates said they regularly played Truth or Dare when he was on duty. Yeah, they ain't got no reason to lie to you. First of all, this prison sounds fun as hell. Second of all, <laughs> second of all, of course you Number have to fire this dude. at the jail. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't know he can't do those things. Yes. I apparently, he just needed to, he needed to broke sugar. How does he know that you can't be promoting Truth or Dare in a, in a prison? Like and why and like am I the only one that's scared of inmates of any kind? Yeah. I'm not sitting on your bunk bed. You could have killed your husband. I don't know you, bitch. And then not only that, why isn't he um, charged with stalking? He tracked the inmate down on fucking Facebook. Yeah. He locked himself in the closet with one of the fucking inmates. Yeah. And how did he get to the sister? He sent the dick pic to her sister. Tracking down stalker. What I'm saying is, like, he didn't send the pic to the inmate. He sent it to her sister. Ladies are like, pass this on. Can you please, can you forward this to your sister? She's not taking my call. You see this, you see this, right? You see it on record with. Yeah. She wants to see this. Look at this toothbrush. Now that is a, that is a long toothbrush, okay? I didn't get, I didn't go cheap. This is a water pit. Five of his, uh, oh, during the course of investigations, inmates and deputies described inappropriate conversations and contact that they witnessed Deputy Chibnick engaging in with female inmates. Five of his colleagues state, gave statements to investigators about behavior they saw and or had heard about that concerned them. The file showed six inmates gave statements included. So look, 11 people are saying, you're up to no good. And this dude's like, I wouldn't change a thing. Okay, dick pics needed to be sent. That's what they are for. No one takes a picture of that dick and keep it to themselves. Um, and these are not anymore. Some, some politician accidentally called Obama a tar baby. White dude. I'm not getting all into that, but man, stop white people. Learn your slang. That tar baby ain't been cool since like the early 1900s at the at the at least. <laughs> like even if you're not racist, what the fuck is tar baby doing in your vocabulary? I'm I'm black and I'm kind of racist. I never use tar baby. No, I forgot about it until I heard yes, you. I will now. <laughs> Obviously, thanks for the reminder, we'll sir. Bring it back. Yeah, but come on, dog. Um. Uh, was the two fair? Apparently, people have not been getting as much 
to their kids because of the economy. Of course. Kids don't get as much money from the tooth fairy. Just tell them the fucking truth. Tooth fairy don't exist. Here's five bucks for your tooth, child. <laughs> oh, here's a personal story I, that happened in North Carolina. Um, a couple dining at the at an East Coast Wings on Randolph Street last month noticed the amount on their tip had been altered and then reported the discrepancy to the restaurant manager. Police said the manager identified the waitress and analyzed all of her tickets, finding that a number of tips had been altered. Wow. And, and this right here is the biggest reason for me in the tip spot. If I don't leave anything, I draw a complete line and write a zero. Me too. So that it can't be altered. Because a lot of people, they just sign it and give it over. And I'm like, hey, do you know they can go and just add whatever the fuck they want to on that? Uh, according to the victim, the amount of the tip had been altered from what they had signed for on the check. Wow. And the thing is, a lot of places give you a copy. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm just going to bring my copy up there and be like, yeah, this says 5, that says 15. Yes, you know, there which, is the difference. She's really just hoping people don't check their balance. Which they yes. don't. And a lot, a lot of yeah, I'm always don't. surprised. I guarantee you she's been doing this for a while. Yeah, I don't know if people just have that much more money than me, but I'm always surprised when people tell me they don't check their bank statements. Mm-hmm. Like, I check my shit pretty religiously. Like, if my shit don't match up, I know about it. Yes. Trust I know exactly why it doesn't match up. And I will, yes. if there's ever a discrepancy and I think they're fucking me, I will drive up there to the bank and we, someone will get punched in the face. Yes. <laughs> or some food will be thrown at them. <laughs> That's how it goes. And uh, I remember uh, I actually did the thing to verify my PayPal account. And they, like, deposited change. I was like, hey, I got 25 cents. Who, who's giving me 25 cents? And this was the PayPal. They, they do a little deposit into your account. And I count my dollars. I remember one time uh, the bank drafts a dollar out, and I was off by a dollar, and I uh, called the bank. And I let her know my balance was off a dollar, and I wanted to know why. And that's what she told me. They draft a dollar out of your account. I, I, I like money, and I don't yeah. like giving it the way like, And the thing is, I don't know how people don't check that shit, because I remember the first time I tried to use my bank card to reserve a hotel room. Oh. Man, they just take out, like, $300. Yeah, Peace. I'm like, but they don't do I'm that a, for a credit card. I'm like, I was going to pay you in cash. Yeah, yeah, well, the money will be credited back 7 to 10 days. Nigga, I ain't got 7 to 10 days of you just holding $300 for me. What is that? What is it? What is if it? a nigga just come to your house and just take $300 out your pocket and walk out, I guarantee you'll be looking for them sooner than 7 to 10 days. Yeah, I think it was your card or my card they did that. Yeah. I um, called them and harassed the hell out of them. Yeah, it was your them, card. I made them release my money, like, immediately. Another quick story. Chinese couple sell three kids for video game money. Wow. Oh, China. Good choice, though. Good choice. File this under disturbing a bit hard to believe as a reporter China, from China claims a young Chinese couple has sold all three of their children in... All three of them. That didn't keep one. Gotta go, gotta go. <laughs> it wasn't for great, though. Right. This one is for Gears of War. <laughs> this one is for Left 4 Dead. All sales are fine. Yes. No uh, return. Why they kids, though, is the question. <laughs> they all fight yeah. trained. <laughs> yeah. Who are the people that bought the kids? Um, In exchange for money to play online games, like some dude with, like, half a shirt tied up, <laughs> looking creepy, you know, wearing a, a trench coat with no pants on underneath. <laughs> Yeah, I'm here for the kid. <laughs> yep. Uh, okay, hold on. Uh, yeah, 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 you're right here, son. No, 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 this will be the last time we see each other, so, uh, you have a good life. I loved you. Yeah, yeah, this looks like a pedophile. You. Well, that seems to be a you problem. You made me pause World of Warcraft, and I'm kind of pissed. <laughs> no, drop this up. Yeah. <laughs> the, 
The couple who met in an internet cafe sold their second born girl oh for less than five hundred dollars. <laughs> they sold why did they sell the girl for less than five hundred? Girls, girls don't go for much in, in China. No. <laughs> That's five hundred dollars for my video games, baby. They also said the other, they sold their other two children, both boys. For forty six hundred dollars a piece. Yeah, because for uh, oh, over there, boy, boys are a lot more, uh, a lot like more valuable. More? No, it's no, <laughs> it's not that. But a lot of a lot of them believe that um, you could pass your um, your name down, and so they don't give a damn about girls. The there. paper claims the young couple didn't know they were breaking the law. <laughs> the report also claims that baby selling that that baby selling for video game money racket was halted by a relative who turned the couple in after learning. What he and his girlfriend had done. So they're just gonna get counseling. I guess. Like so. the, like the, I, um, I bet y'all know what the hell them like kids the is. Officer. They might as well. The kids ain't coming back. Well, speaking of selling stuff, uh, at Dunkin' Donuts, this employee got busted for prostitution. Oh, selling sex out of the restaurant. Ha ha. Uh, an employee at Dunkin' Donuts in New Jersey is in hot water for serving up more than just coffee. <laughs> Cops hit Melissa Redman, 29, with a prostitution rap uh, after the woman had hawked sexual services to 30 customers. Man, she was busy. Too thirsty. Oh, to thirsty customers. Mm-hmm. They was thirsty, all right. At Rockerborough Dunkin' Donuts, the Asbury Park Press reports. I had gotten an anonymous tip, said Detective Sergeant Kyle Schwartzman, the biggest cock blocker in New Jersey. Fucking like, it up for everybody. Like, did you know I could get pussy with these donuts? Was this hurting like, anybody? I know, the, and the person that complained probably just didn't enjoy it. Right? Yeah. Like, it, smelled, it, it, smelled like, it smelled like I already used it. When right. Got I ordered. <laughs> I, I ordered glazed, and she didn't let me come on her ass. Now, what kind of glazing is that? <laughs> she gave me just glazed donuts. I, I wanted cream filled. She didn't let me yeah. do it. Either. Ugh, can you imagine the chocolate field? Oh, oh, that's disgusting. That. Uh, oh, that's right. extra. Yes. Uh, um, so they named the operation of the six weeks thing Operation Extra Sugar. It took six weeks. You know it didn't take six weeks. <laughs> no. Cops are perverts. You just watched her get fucked for six weeks. It was like, all right, I'm done jacking off. How many blowjobs did the cops get? Like, oh, oh, the anger wasn't right. We couldn't see her yeah. face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting a blowjob right now. Can you see it? No. Turn around. Oh, it's too late. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Get back on this hard in a couple hours. We'll get it next time. It's only been five and a half weeks. Um, sometimes I, he says, uh, the investigation began with Schwarzman staking out the Dunkin' Donuts. Well, in all fairness, cops are already in Dunkin' Donuts 24-7 anyway. Like, is he staking it out or is he just eating? Yes. Uh, on Route 46 in Rockaway Borough. Uh, around about a 20 minute ride from the city. Who cares about this shit? He witnessed Redman making lengthy trips to and from the shop's parking lot. She just taking long ass <laughs> breaks. I'll be back. I need a cigarette. Again? <laughs> hey, does that guy night. need a cigarette too? Night crew don't give a damn though. I got, yeah. a, I got a special. <laughs> yeah. The cigarettes are in his pants. I need to smoke them. Um. 
You know, I bet you they stick their donut sips off the chain. I bet you're like, look, you got to <laughs> Why did she keep the job? <laughs> like, you're a prostitute now. Why don't you just go be the prostitute behind Dunkin' Donuts? Why are you... Or maybe that's what made the fantasy even better. Benefits, though, you know. Oh, health benefits? Yeah. Donuts, that's probably what you get working there. They don't give you no 40 hours. But, like, do you think he was... Like, maybe that was part of the fetish, though. It's like, oh, I'm fucking the donuts. Yeah, girl, I'm, I'm making, I'm filling that donut hole. <laughs> you making, yeah, you gonna make me some hot coffee, ain't you? I guess that's how she met all her customers. Yeah, I'm gonna give you some cream filling, all right. Well, that and you know, air conditioning. She didn't have to worry about. Yeah, that's true. And you know, she didn't need a pimp though. Dunkin' Donuts was the pimp. <laughs> Baby, David has a pimp named Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> have you seen my bitches? <laughs> Jelly Creamfield, have you seen her? What kind of bitches do you want? Lemon Grays, have you seen my bitches? <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts, they don't have a uh, hot fresh now sign. Yeah, you know what though? Like cake. If yeah. this is if this is the edge they want to get on Krispy Kreme, I can see this working. <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't have a hot now sign. But you will get your dicks up. You know what? You know what? Yeah. Dunkin' Donuts tonight. Yeah, you can I'll try Dunkin' Donuts. Yes. Fellas, you, you want to go Dunkin' Donuts? You can hang our donuts on your dick. Krispy Kreme. <laughs> Krispy Kreme is so good, though, that I, I think I might turn the blowjob down. Because <laughs> I'll find my own mm. blowjob. I mean, no, no, now sign is a beast, son. Uh, yes. It is. It is a beast, man. I bust you turns. Many times. <laughs> now sign, you really will be thinking about that shit. Like, donuts I don't want no donuts. Yeah, they don't even be on your mind. Like you leave the house for an entirely different purpose. You like, I was, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to Dunkin' Donuts to get my dick sucked. Wait a minute, is that hot now, son? Oh, spend these five dollars. Plus they got that crazy pricing. A half dozen donuts is six dollars. All right, I'll take, I'll take a half, I'll take a half dozen donuts. Uh, well, sure you don't want to make it a dozen? I don't know, man. I don't have twelve dollars. No, 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 sir. Half dozen six. Twelve a dozen. Six twenty-five. <laughs> like, who, who can turn that down? It doesn't even make sense. Maybe they have that's the ultimate of size. Yeah, that doesn't even make sense. Uh, so uh, she said, "If uh, oh wait, sometimes I see money changing hands." Two other police officers then went in street clothes to the Dunkin' Donuts drive-through window and tried to solicit sex. So now that seems like a trap, entrapment. Because yeah. technically, you yeah, gotta be proposition with yeah. sex. So like they were trying to figure out the code. Is that what? I'll like extra sprinkles, if you know what I mean. Beat it, cop. I'll be back tomorrow. Six weeks will not be wasted of taxpayers' money. Like she didn't see them coming in previously in yeah, uniform. Yeah, buying donuts for the station. Coming in with a freshly uh, out the box Colts jersey, <laughs> cop mustache and cop shades on. I'd like uh, two blowjob donuts, if you know what I mean. Beat it, cop. Fuck. We're going to catch her in the act. <laughs> Finally, she's like, I'll suck your dick if you just leave. Catch her. Catch her, bitch. <laughs> You're going to jail. She said, she said if he wanted a good time to call her, and she gave him her phone number. The officer then parked in the parking lot and waited for Redman, who came out a short time later and offered a menu that had nothing to do with bagels and coffee. Damn, she had a menu? You know she had a menu. That's, that's, that's reporter joke. She came out and said, look, uh, head is, is 25, this is that, you know. Uh, Wouldn't it be funny if she did came out with a, with a menu of Dunkin' Donuts she had modified with the names? I'll, listen to this, though. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so 
enforcement told the press that the officer returned on another night and repeated the scenario. And she offered to even lower the prices. So, like, what happened the first night? I need to know, sir. <laughs> he got his dick sucked in the bar. It sounds like... He did, yeah. It sounds like... Right. He got the extra sugar the first oh, night. Oh, the microphone dog. wasn't working. Oh, the... Yeah. Oh, the... Oh, I had to get rid of the wash. I had to. Oh, yeah, they waste the taxpayers' money. It took them six weeks, though. That's Dang, what I'm saying. no six weeks for that. So, here's another quick one. Uh, this cop got a DUI while he was driving a truck that was pull, <laughs> pulling the mobile... Dare trailer. <laughs> oh, you talking about like the dead and then be like, uh, what drug, drug awareness, drug awareness, resistant education, yes. something like that. Yeah. Yes. He was pulling the don't do drugs trailer and got caught doing what uh, you uh, Um, I say this one for no, I'll play this now. Here's a story that's great. Police outlining the gruesome details behind the murder of a Clark County inmate. 18-year-old Carl Guilford is being held for allegedly killing his six-year-old cousin. He was already behind bars for that crime, and now he's accused of killing his cellmate. Fox 5, Stephanie Day joining us live with the details. Stephanie. Yeah, Olivia, this arrest report really painting a heinous picture of this crime. Now, Guilford had originally made a claim that his cellmate had made a pass at him and then a fight broke out, but then he changed his story and says the devil made him do it. And moments later, his cellmate was found dead. A grisly early morning discovery, blood spattered walls, and a man identified as 39-year-old Francesco Sanfilippo was dead on the floor. Carl Guilford initially told police San Felipe grabbed his butt and said, I'm going to take that, and then a fight broke out. The police believe Guilford then stabbed San Felipe with a pencil. Officers with Clark... Well, that's one way to make a point. <laughs> County Detention Center say inmates are stripped of all their personal items, but are allowed small writing utensils. Pencils are similar to a golf pencil. They have to be able to correspond with the courts, their attorney. After further questioning, Guilford then changed his story and said the devil told him to do it. So how were these two men put together in the same room? Guilford faces murder charges. San Filippo faced more than a dozen counts of possession of child pornography. Metro says it's not all about the severity of charges. Uh, how they behaved in the, in the past, um, medical issues, uh, psychological issues, uh, mental illness. It sounds like they set my man up to get raped, though. It sounds like they said, oh, you killed a six-year-old, huh, your little brother? All right, cool. Um, How about you have a seat over here? And, oh, yeah, this is child rapist. Um, Nice to meet you guys. Uh, Y'all have a good one. Lights out. And then they left, and they woke up, and my man was dead, and they was like, fuck. He lives another day. Yep. I don't know. I say you bring it out of BC to get this shit done right. Stop fucking around. <laughs> All right, man. That's it for the show. It's been another episode of the Blackout Tips Podcast. Uh, thank you, Justin, for being here. Thank you, Justin. Thanks to everybody on Ustream for checking us out. Of course, this is a sponsored show. It's by the uh, Shadow Girl Audio Play Series, which you can find on ShadowDollProductions.com, or I'll have a link up to the site later on tonight. Um... Uh, don't forget to go to theblackouttips.com. Continue to donate. We got something really cool coming out in the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And I think everybody's going to, you know, really be Enjoy interested it. in this. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, also, donate to the show or join the forums. 
Follow us on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm say that again. That is in DAT. And I'm Rhyme Over Reason. And don't forget, you can join. You can uh, find us on iTunes by searching the Blackout Tips. Leave us five star reviews. We love reading those. Can't wait to read the five star reviews for the next show Saturday morning, where we'll have live feedback. Yes. Uh, you guys will be able to call the show seven zero four five five seven zero one eight six. Leave us a voicemail, or I mean, not leave us a voicemail. Actually, talk to us live, live. Saturday morning. Yeah, live. So uh, write that number down, 704-557-0186. Yeah, program it in your phones or Blackberries or whatever, because last Saturday was just a test run. We wanted to see how it went, and it sounded like everybody in the chat room, everybody enjoyed it, so we're going to continue to do it. And you can still get your email read, theblackouttips at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Join our Facebook group. Tell your friends to join our Facebook group. Leave comments on Podomatic, and favorite us on Stitcher. All right, so until next time, love you. You do that, yeah. Blue Three in the morning shit. on the West Side Highway. Yo, top down, the baby. Motivation for me. It's them telling me what I could not be. Oh well. Hey. Uh. Yeah. Hey. Oh. Hey. Hey, this is uh, a special dedication. Hey. Thank you. I want to hey. thank you for the fuel. No, really, thank you. So inspired by what my teacher said Said I'd either be dead or be a reefer head Not sure if that's how adults should speak to kids Especially when the only thing I did was speak in class I teach his ass, even better's what my uncle did I pop my demo tape and start to beat my head Picked out my eye See if he was beating hands He might as well said be the kid He's on the list It's like the search of a kiss Like the sneak ahead They gon' keep pushing me until I reach the ledge And when I reach the ledge I tell them all to eat a day Take a leap of faith and let my eagle wings spread Spread Motivation for me Fuck y'all It's them telling me what I could not be Ooh. Oh well Either smoke reefer or either move white. There's few writers in my cipher, so they made lighter. My typer dreams seem dumb. They said wiser. How many guys are you see making it from here? The world don't like us. Is that not clear? Alright, but I'm different. I can't base what I'm gonna be off of what everybody isn't. They don't listen, just whispering behind my back. No vision, lack of ambition. So whack. It's them telling me what I could not be Oh well
fucking with me and it's no office yet. Maybe I ain't good enough for these offices. Back to the drum bar, ducking off.